0: My name's Hunter Hancock. I'm known as Meat Canyon. I'm an animator. I do cartoons and uh, I'm a voice actor. Comedian.
1: Warning. This program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised.
2: Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the Just Conversation podcast, the show where we discuss complex philosophic ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Jack Thomas.
1: And I'm your host, Christina.
2: And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episode's release. Ola, Christina.
1: Hola. What up? This podcast is up.
2: Yeah, this podcast is up
1: so popular it's the number one podcast in the world original number one podcast
2: original number one podcast for since sure Since
1: 1990
2: yes since before podcasts this is the first podcast yep yes it's a. it's an interesting day today we have an awesome episode with a bunch of awesome things happening on the episode we have a as you guys heard in the intro right there, we have a uh, Hunter Hancock, a cartoonist for Meat well the cartoonist, if any case, the cartoonist of Meat Canyon, a hilarious YouTube and Instagram artist who just a great animator. He's a great animator, hilarious, intriguing human being with interesting ideas and a total dislike for politics, as you will see. And uh yeah, he's super awesome.
1: His things remind me of the from um, um, Adult Swim.
2: Oh, yes. He's very Adult Swim-esque. He has this very kind of, uh, not necessarily dark, but it's just such a unique and weird offbeat comedy style. And art style. And art style. Yes. It's so different. It's very different. He's hilarious.
1: Yeah. So go check him out. Yeah. Yeah. After you listen to this episode
2: yes he's at uh, meat canyon on youtube and at meat canyon on instagram and you can uh, find his lovely creations there all his uh awesome work but uh when we went to his uh youtube channel we found that video of him talking about the holidays oh. so funny Oh, man, you guys are going to love this guy. He is 10 out of 10 comedy. But mm-hmm. now nah, I uh, reached out to this guy because of how uh, amazing his comedy style is. Uh, Instagram, particularly. That's where I found him, you know? And Instagram is packed with kind of a, a, a rehash of everything. Everything is the same kind of copy of a 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 copy.
1: Especially in the arts stuff.
2: Yes, the artists there are so... Like, there's a lot of really good at artists and a lot of these artists who do the same thing are really skilled, but they're skilled at doing the same thing. And there are some artists that don't pump out the same identical work every single time. That's just harder to find. Yes. There's few of them. Like there's probably hundreds of thousands, but it's like there's millions atop of millions atop of millions doing the same garbage. So when you find somebody unique like this, with true talent, with a love for what they're doing, you can tell just by watching their work. You can enjoy it on a different level. And uh, that's what Hunter Hancock brings.
1: Yeah, just random ways to find art. Like you just found it through a commercial or something.
2: Yeah, I found it through a sponsored commercial and I checked that out and it was amazing.
1: Yesterday, we found some interesting art on Instagram. The stitch art. That was pretty cool. Oh,
2: and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday, we found the... What was it? It's cross-stitch.
1: Cross-stitch. Yeah, that's pretty cute. Yeah, we found
2: cross-stitch art, and that's awesome. They do it... What is it? Knitting? They knit their art.
1: Yeah, but that's pretty cute art.
2: Yeah, it's totally amazing. Super awesome art that they have. It's weird, because I don't even know how the hell they do that, to be honest. The the cross-stitching.
1: That was just through random search. Yeah, so the world is over. We're living in the apocalypse where people are killing each other over the tiniest things. Why do you say? Because of the oversensitivity of everyone going crazy. They're losing their minds over anything, like that lady and her books.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. I don't even understand what that's really about. Okay, so Mary Kondo says don't own more than 30 books. Clean up your place, you know, tidy up or whatever. And the internet then explodes because a bunch of brain dead morons think, oh my god, she's forcing us. Nobody's forcing you to do anything. It was an opinion on how to be tidy.
1: Yes. I wonder how much death threats and stuff like that she's gotten for something so simple like that. Yeah.
2: You just got to understand that uh, they're idiots. Anybody who, look, we're in the outrage community. It's, it's as you'll find out in this episode, that we do have this conversation. It's mainstream to be angry. Nobody's even angry about reasonable things anymore. We're just angry for the sake of being angry. And... I don't know. The society is having a weird meltdown. And it's not even, look, the intelligent people aren't having a meltdown. It's idiots online. Let's be real. It's the minority who are really loud and feel like their voices are ignored.
1: Are they really? Or are they just acting? Are they just being trolls And they're just being cruel to this lady for no reason? No,
2: I think a bunch of these idiots are truly idiots who have the feeling that, oh, no, they're taking my culture from me. Or they just don't like somebody else's opinion. A lot of people are completely intolerant. Uh, one of the things that we see while looking into this is the fact that a lot of people are making the assumption, which I completely agree, What? that if this was a white guy claiming something from a different country or giving an opinion on how to maintain something in a different, everybody would be eating it up. Oh, let's start tidying up, throw out all the books. You know, this American white guy, Buddhist dude is like, yeah, man, clean up your home and get rid of the book. Bu-. But because she doesn't look like a guru would because she's an Asian and not a white fucking american male telling us how to do it she needs to die she needs to die oh my god that's really what's going on here it's a very racially uh i'll tell you what what it's probably white guys who are freaking out
1: oh man 95
2: percent of them are probably just white guys white american males seem to be like the leading cause of meltdowns in society lately a lot of
1: white ladies too
2: yeah it's white people it's i'm sorry i'm sorry yes
1: sorry to the white people that we know we don't we're not blaming you we're not
2: blaming you we're blaming your group of there's it's you we're blaming you not you directly but like white people are having a meltdown i don't know why white people are having a meltdown but white people are having a meltdown
1: how do we join in no let's not join in
2: i don't let's just watch i don't want to have a meltdown with the rest of the white people no
1: Well, everyone else is watching. I guess that's all we got to do. We got to watch and it's, let look, it happen. A and... lot of
2: white people are also watching and not part of it. Yeah. The only people melting down are white people. And it's usually white kids or immature white adults. Yeah. And they're just losing their minds. It's yeah. totally fine. Look, they are but intolerant. eventually,
1: will they just stop? Will they ever get over it?
2: Will they just, like, die? No, they are basically like the people who had a problem with black people drinking out of the same fountain. It's the same ideology that's promoting this bullshit. It's just happening now. And it's taking the internet form.
1: So it can be on anything.
2: Yeah, it's like a white woman calls the cops on a black kid for selling bottles of water. It's like, okay, so what's the problem here? They're not allowed to without a permit. But wait, if this kid was white, you wouldn't have given a crap. Yeah, it's little just... white girl
1: selling lemonade.
2: Yeah, little white girl sells lemonade. Nobody's stopping her.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Little black girl sells lemonade. Call the five o. The popo need to get here quick, bro well yeah that's really what's going on and uh in the case of marie canto over here it's the same thing that's going on it's a bunch of white people having a crazy meltdown not being able to handle their own lives not being able to handle the way things are going they want to control everything they want to control everybody's opinion they don't want to hear different opinion why are they hanging out on the internet you guys can't handle the internet get off of it yeah that's well, really what's going on. Well, they feel safe on the
1: internet. They they, feel yeah, because look, do this.
2: these same people would never say any of this is somebody's face. No, they would get knocked the fuck out quick. No,
1: they yeah. don't even probably use their own names or pictures or anything. It's just
2: no. I think a lot of them do. They do. You're you're confusing the rage community with trolls
1: yes yes i am
2: yeah you are those are two different groups of people trolls are doing it the fuck around these are true dumbasses who think this makes sense it's sad yeah it's uh imbeciles people who are in a complete lack of intellect but feel their opinion was thought out because whatever
1: yeah well that's one thing we talk about in the podcast politics and oversensitivity
2: but yeah it's one of the things we talked about the oversensitivity of society And uh, how people can't handle opinions lately, that's sad. It's sort of the... the
1: anger is is mainstream.
2: Yeah, it's uh, kind of running the country. And again, it's not the majority. It's just the the sad, pathetic minority who who feels neglected and ignored like their opinions are worthless. Because let's be real, their opinions are worthless. That's really what's going on. Their opinions are worthless. And uh, they want to make their opinions worth something by force. But they're not. They're worthless. That's why they have to go on the internet and scream at people who have done things with their lives because they hope they will get famous or get attention or get recognized or somebody will look their way and be like, I agree with you because they don't get that at home. Yeah. They have to go online and do it.
1: It sucks for the person being attacked, though.
2: No, it doesn't. They don't give a crap. All they're doing is getting more attention. Mm-hmm. What you're missing is one The angry people aren't the trolls. And two, any press is good press if you're not giving a fuck what they're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's nothing bad going on here. Mm. How many morons who will send a death threat will actually go do something about it? Mm -hmm. But you can be like, put an article up. Oh, this person got a bunch of death threats. Now a bunch of people are going to check that article out. Now more people look in that direction. All they're doing is making her more famous. All they're doing is, like, just the fact that all these articles are coming out about the backlash that's happening on her comment means people want to go see what the fuss is about.
1: Yeah. And it seems like it's a Netflix original, so I will totally check it out.
2: Yeah. All that's, all that's happening is more people are paying attention to the thing, so the people angry at it are promoting what they're angry at and kind of forcing that idea to get more engraved in people's minds. So the idiots are defeating their own purpose.
1: That is true.
2: Yeah. That is true. All you got to do is wait and let the dumbasses resolve the issue for her. If she was struggling to push this idea before, which is how the backlash began, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: now she's not struggling anymore. They stopped that struggle by screaming loud enough, no, the 30 books thing. And then everybody's like, wait, what 30 books thing? Boom. Problem solved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they, they calm down. They get, oh, they don't calm down. They rage. People who didn't know get informed. They go check it out. And now, because more people found out, oh, some some more are going to rage, no question about it. But people who couldn't reach it before or didn't know it existed are now aware of it. They go look it up and they're like, oh, I agree with her.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess it's good in the end of the day.
2: Yeah, it's good at the end of the day. Idiots are going to be idiots. They think they're doing something. All they're doing is bringing light to the thing. And that's great. Yeah. Yeah. All you do is wait. Patience. Patience kills them.
1: Who knew? There is a happy a happy ending.
2: Yeah, there's always a happy ending. <laughs> this is why I don't even see the point of this. It's just super stupid a bunch of people freaking out losing their minds over everything
1: what did they get though
2: nothing attention they hope
1: do they feel better after they do that i guess no
2: they still hate themselves at home Mm -hmm. that's why they're doing this in the first place there's probably the same people raging about fucking everything else online it's the same people it's the same people there's just people who want to scream and be angry and they can't do it outside because they're introverted losers They sit in a corner and, oh, I hate the fact that she says, I don't want to throw my books away. Then don't. Don't throw your books away. She wasn't saying you have to. You don't have to throw your books away. But no, I got to voice my opinion. Okay, now you're talking about the thing. So more people are going to find the thing and then she's going to have more followers. So, okay. Yay. Okay. She wins. She beat the losers before they jumped on the train.
1: But it's not like she's saying anything crazy. It's not even like the tiniest, closest thing. I can't even imagine how anyone's like thirty books is so little or whatever. Yeah, like,
2: most people don't even read thirty books in their lives.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like even your favorite books, you don't. You probably don't have thirty favorite books. Yeah, like most it's people probably can count five, five. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like five favorite books of all the books you have.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, fucking idiots online. It's
1: okay, because at the end of the day, we're not throwing away our books.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to throw away books. You don't have to look.
1: We will watch a show, but we will not throw away our books.
2: I completely agree with her, and I'm not going to throw away my books. Yeah. I have hundreds of books. I'm not throwing away a single... I own a library. Who cares? I'm not throwing away my books just because I agree that if you want to clean your home, maybe go digital.
1: Yeah. Like It makes perfect sense what she's saying, yes, but you, you g- don't you,
2: have to do it. You already want to read a crap ton of books? Put them on a Kindle or something, and now you have them all in one place. You don't have to take 50 books on the plane. You could take one Kindle and have 10,000 on you.
1: That idea is not crazy.
2: Nope, but they're idiots. Anyways, we're going to talk about that amongst many, many other things on this episode, And uh, we're going to be having that conversation with Hunter Hancock, again, the creator of Meat Canyon on YouTube and Instagram. Hilarious cartoonist, animator, and uh, just an awesome guy all around. Hilarious guy. Super funny. Super interesting. Uh, We have a lot of uh, creativity discussions as well. And we rant about uh, how we're pissed that people are a bunch of quitters. Yeah. Because that's the real woke truth. Quitters are everywhere. Everybody has excuses. Everybody wants to... Everybody wants success, but nobody wants to work for it. No
1: one has time for it.
2: Nobody has time. To- oh, my God. Nobody has time for We discuss that shit. Anyways, yeah, so let's jump into that. We've been here for a while. So let's jump into that. This is a conversation with me and Hunter Hancock of Meat Canyon. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy. Hi. Hi. holy crap dude, i get a kick out of your fucking cartoons bro hey thanks
0: man <laughs> i appreciate yes. it
2: like i usually don't focus on on what the person does you know we just have casual conversation wherever it goes but dude i fucking love what you do so much so let me like poke your brain for a second real quick i have yeah, to ahead. where do you pull this from dude i like the first thing i saw was the um the star wars one and I was okay, just yeah. fucking dying, dude. I don't even know what the fuck where you pull the motivation for this crazy shit out, but flawless, dude. I was just fucking dying
0: right off the bat. Yeah, for that one, that was like a... <clears throat> that's actually like an old inside joke between me and my buddies from like when the movie first came out. Like, there's, I mean, that movie is just like riddled with a lot of funny stuff in general, but I don't know. There was just something about... We had like got really just, we got really hyped on Emperor Palpatine, him just sitting there and just being like, I I'm too, I'm too fucking weak <laughs> type deal. Yeah, And then uh, we just would just kind of like repeat that. And God, like Jesus fucking like probably like a decade later, I decided to make it a, a cartoon and just kind of elaborate on it and just throw some other stupid shit in there. Dude, you don't even understand that. That was like you won That's me perfect. over. Yes. Yes.
2: You won me over in one shot, dude. I saw that. I'm like, all right, let's go through everything this guy has i have to okay. <laughs> it was like immediate yeah. dude and like do you I, I i see the little like uh the gif like animations you have that are very short like four or five seconds of uh like some kind of animation happening randomly yeah. i, I yeah, love bro. those what's that that's a like c- uh concept art or something
0: uh, mostly just, like, if I'm feeling something, or if, like, I don't know, like, mood, or you listen to a song, it's just a good way to, like, flex your muscle and just kind of keeps your drawing hand going, and they do, they take, like, an hour to do, and it's just, like, I don't know, it's just, like, it's a good way to, like, kind of practice motion or just practice something that maybe, like, the most recent one I did was it's kind of, like, anxiety and stuff, and, like, I've just been kind of, uh, riddled with anxiety from like work and stuff like that lately so uh i kind of just decided to do something of like this weird pink fucking blob that's just kind of like trying to breathe to just uh (laughs) just show emotion through that i think it's just a good way to keep your art or your drawing reflexes just flexed and just to keep them uh
2: sharp i actually completely agree doing um A lot of people focus on uh, sort of doing giant set pieces that stalls them through life. You know, they'll be like, oh, this is my big masterpiece. And it's like, how is your masterpiece going to be great if you don't consistently do a bunch of tiny things that incrementally improve everything collectively? You know, too many people just want to do the giant thing always. And it it takes me six months to pump one thing out. How are you going to get your name out? Who Who's going to know? Who's going to care? Or how are you going to develop? Or how are you going to love your own work if your work takes so long? But if you have these little side things you do that always kind of, oh man, I completed it with fun. It was fun. I, I I did what I loved in a very short spurt. It looks great. It, it was fun for me to do. It sharpened my skills, whether it be a little or a lot. Like that stuff, That I completely agree. I see where you're coming from. That's a natural creator's kind of flow you have there when you do stuff like that. That's flawless yeah
0: and kind of kind of going off that as well it's just kind of like don't ever take your stuff too seriously and just like i don't know like it's not going to be perfect like nothing you ever make is going to be perfect you're never going to like love anything that you ever actually make and stuff i feel like you can be proud of something but there's always going to be something that like you see that nobody else does in it that you're like oh fuck i wish i could have fixed that or i wish i could have taken like a a, like a year on it but sometimes you just have to like shit out your idea yes not
2: only that because as your skill improves, everything you do is going to improve your skill if you're always working in your craft, yeah. no matter what you do. You go, let's say, mm-hmm. five years from now, you could look at what's your masterpiece today, look back and be like, what the fuck What I was I thinking? Like, I see all the flaws. I see all the crap that was e- that's easy for me to fix right now, and I thought that was perfection back then. Like, that's always going to be the cycle uh, of creating. You're always, always, always going to look back and be like, man, that was garbage.
0: Yeah, always learn is just the biggest thing. And that helps, too, with just doing projects or, like, just starting. I feel like, especially with, like, a lot of my animator friends and stuff, a lot of them don't do... Their own cartoons outside of work because it is a lot of work and stuff and takes a long time. But I feel like if you kind of just make something not to make it look like some Disney or I don't know, you can. I I know plenty of people that can do that, but I find shit just me busting it out in like a month or so. That just like that works for me when it comes to animations and stuff. And over time they haven't improved in quality as well. So (laughs) it it it, it's helpful. Well, you know what I'll say based
2: on that? When something looks unbelievably polished, there's a very kind of bullshit factor to it like you look at it and you're like yeah whatever but when somebody just does what's genuinely their love of the thing when somebody does what you can tell is like your art style is phenomenal dude i wouldn't want you to pump out something that looks like some fucking disney bullshit super overly polished and looks like everybody else's fucking art style I love that you have this weird kind of, it, it'll it catch your eye just walking by it. We don't have to know what's happening. We can just see a still shot. The art alone is so unique and strange in a good way, not in a bad way, but it's very strange and pleasing that you can walk by it and your eyes are immediately caught on how unique it looks. And that's just without including the, what what you bring to the animation, these these funny inside your brain characters that you bring to life like what even motivates you dude where is this coming from there's so much good i don't even understand and that comes from like i'm one of those guys who likes doing little spurt things you know i like to pump out even if i sit and write a fucking novel that takes me two years I like to shoot out little poetic lines and crap like that here and there just to kind of work on wordplay and rhythm
0: and shit. Yeah, it's only going to improve the thing that you are like putting your heart into, like something that's longer. But I I mean, like I said, before, it's just kind of like whatever is in the moment, like the mood and stuff. Like I did that character Moonboy. That uh, was Amazing. Yeah, which is just like uh, it's a practice also on just like song, like writing a song or something, just like a really stupid little song and then uh trying to have that be kind of the, the hook and catch instead of like a sinker for like a joke, which has, you know, your punchline and stuff. But the song would be the thing that would wrap it up and make it feel like a complete package. But I mean, it just comes from how you feel in that day or how goofy it is or little things that you do that you can capture. And like one of the hardest things to do, I feel like people don't really understand is like writing, writing comedy and stuff is like really fucking hard hard. I mean, yeah. you and your friends can laugh like total idiots over something, but then you can't like really sit there and be like, but well, why? Like, why did I find that funny? Or like yeah. try to tell somebody or like doing somebody else's, you like heard, heard a good joke and you're like, oh yeah, he tell it and doesn't get a reaction. They're like, oh, well they told it better. Like, it's just like the way that you do all that is really hard and finding new ways to just kind of like work out that muscle, flex that, and just kind of keep just stretching all all the good shit and if something does make you laugh like but i'll give it to you you've
2: definitely uh you've definitely sat down and and worked quite hard on figuring out the the comedy angle because you pump out hilarious pieces bro you like really figured it out at least and i won't say it's generally funny because i'm sure you have a very specific group of people who are probably like that guy's crossing a line but fuck them you know (laughs)
0: fuck all those people yeah that's the hardest thing too is like especially whenever you're kind of a little bit younger and stuff you just kind of like you'll say like rape jokes or something or you'll just say like the kind of what is it like the triggering jokes just because it's like edgy and you don't really know why it's funny and there's no real context to it and there like comes a time too when like I I do think those are funny and everything but I think at the same time it's like what's the point of it I think everything should have like a point yes I I also don't feel like anything should be censored though either like if there's a good cancer joke murder joke yes that's where the full circle
2: happens because we start like you said as children we're we're more looking for the reaction rather than understanding what comedy itself is and then we sort of move forward through a a phase where we we get uptight about comedy and we're like you know that's disrespectful we get to the pc angle of it where you know that's not funny that's not what a joke is because you you finally learn you know uh a joke is a punchline, a joke is a setup, a joke is a a, a a form of conveying a certain amount of information. And you're like, no, we don't we don't need the, the rape or the cancer joke. But then you do this weird full circle where you cross the threshold and you're like, but that doesn't mean I should censor myself. I should find the punchline within the edgy shit I thought was funny. And then turn that into the purpose of it. And now you do that full circle, which is where you kind of are. You you kind of walk the line with especially that, that that the dude on the moon who's like, I'm over here playing with myself. And after all, it's like the just the subtlety of what it's hilarious because you're sort of walking the I'm almost gonna say something, but I'm also not. And that sort of edginess is still there. You've sort of written yourself into a perfectly comfortable. Basically, you found your comfort spot for for what works well.
0: I think it's just the thing of just if it makes you laugh don't make anything for anybody just make it for yourself and like if people find joy out of it that's like great but you have to like especially with animation like if you're not making a cartoon for yourself first off you're just gonna fucking hate it I don't really like if I didn't like that Star Wars joke I wouldn't do it just because I'm not a huge like Star Wars fan and I'm not gonna like just try to appeal to the mass like to the biggest audience or whatever because you're just not gonna have any joy out of it and the whole time you're gonna like be resenting working on it and that's just gonna affect the process of how it looks, how the joke feels, how, like, even the voice acting is, like, just all that shit. It's just, yeah, it's all really small. And I think that just finding that niche and just kind of just, as lame as to it say, it's being true to yourself as you can.
2: Yeah, hey, that's the most honest thing you could ever do. I am completely in agreement with fuck the masses and do what makes you happy. Because what the fuck are you going to do? Please somebody else until the day you die and then hate everything you did forever? What would even be yeah, the I point? Mean,
0: the whole the whole like formula right now that I'm trying to do is like I mean I'm, I'm not even like big on Instagram or anything I'm just like as of recently I just like had this odd spike and everything so now I'm, I'm working on doing like a more mass appeal like what like what do people know more that I could joke about and I had this like Spider-Man joke I'm gonna do that I'm working on right now and, oh uh, man yeah I can't wait I the, already oh, saw it, the it, until, until it. you can build your audience I think it like people really don't like the originals like I, I, I have a bunch of like original shorts that I do but but it doesn't get nearly as much like attention as like a Star Wars thing because people identify with that and they can like they can be like,
2: oh, yeah, I know what he means. You know what, what I'll argue in contrast to that? I will argue that if you push that hard enough for long enough, because there's, there's a... I forgot where I read it. It's a, I think it was a, probably like a marketing fucking book or some shit. I don't fucking know where I got it. Anyways, point being that it's the whole idea that if you do the original thing enough... Now you're doing it for you and you find it amazing and nobody knows what the fuck you're doing and nobody gets it. But you cross a certain threshold where it has been seen enough, where enough of it is out there, where you sort of saturate the market with your content to the point that it becomes the familiar thing. And now anytime you kind of toss a joke in that direction, everybody catches it because they kind of got the setup from all the other pieces that built up to the originals that only you have to the original things only you can pump out. So I I would say that, maybe sticking to those as well kind of works. I love, I myself, I love to do really weird set pieces when it comes to writing. I love a uh, weird rhythm. I love to uh, tell stories in rhythm. We I, I, I love to fuck around with writing, basically, is what I'm saying. And I don't mind uh, uh, completely alienating an audience,
0: because, I mean, fuck them. It's for me anyways. And Yeah, no, th- there's no problem with that as well. But at the same time, I think there's, like, something that you want to do. Like, you do want to have some kind of reaction, or you want somebody to notice what you're doing and stuff and i feel like some of the more easily appealed stuff can scratch that itch whereas like you always have something on the back burner that you're always doing and you're always kind of like cooking something up for yourself and you throw it out there for people because like a lot i mean like even like that star wars thing like i probably i wouldn't be talking to you if you hadn't seen that you know what i mean i mean you could have seen something else but it's just like a nice segue into other stuff because then people it just like gets good eyes on you Fair so after a while, that's what I mean. Is like then you can kind of just put that other shit aside because people just want to see your take on stuff or your take on your own characters and stuff instead of.
2: Yeah, you see, uh, you, that's that's actually stuff. pretty smart. You you got two lures thrown out at once. You got the one with all your own stuff, and you got one with a bunch of things people can understand. How you catch them with one. You are still luring them into the same spot, but you catch them yeah, with yeah, your own all stuff. It, they I they mean,
0: that's all it takes is just one little one re- little reliable thing, and then somebody could be like, oh yeah, this person's fine. Let me take a look at his stuff, and then next thing you know, they're like, oh, this is like way better. Than the the Star Wars thing, or you know, Bro, and I mean? that was like totally my just- reaction.
2: That was totally a hundred percent. You like that's how predictable I am. You figured it out. Fuck it, your formula works. <laughs> it totally yeah. works, dude. Because it was like I saw that. I'm like immediately. I have to, I have to fucking see where this came from. I have to. It was too funny. I was just dying. I had to show my girlfriend. I was just cracking up, dude. And then I jump in and I start going through, flipping through holes. and shit. I'm like, oh my fucking god. I just gotta follow this guy. And then I couldn't even contain myself. I just hit you up. I'm like, dude, let's do this. Cause it's too yeah. much, dude. You're, you're pretty fucking impressive. Now, let me ask you what What the fuck made you, like, did you, like, as a kid, always draw your your ass off or fucking a million notebooks later, you fucking, like, what rolled you
0: in that direction? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's just, like, it's a trick question because I, you know, it's like, uh, I have been drawing for, like, a long, long time, but I've never been, like like, a realist artist. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, like, an incredible... I've just I I draw a lot. I find a lot of enjoyment out of it. I, I lean more towards animation because I really enjoy the characters. I found it to be like a good escape and stuff. You could have like a shitty day at like school or you could have a shitty day just like in general. Ask a girl out. She says no. You can kind of always rely on the characters that you kind of like fall in love with to kind of like have your back a little bit, make you laugh. I don't know. It's just like, it kind of develops a lot who you are. I feel like with animation, I just feel like cartoons and stuff just have such a cool, it's just a, such a cool reach on people. Like, I mean, people can like be diehard fans or they can just casually understand jokes and stuff. Like it just has like so many ways to just kind of reach out and touch people. So and, it's like, your therapy. Yeah. It, it's basically just like a way to kind of like get out and just make something and hopefully try to get that kind of like sense of peace that I got from it. You know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of always what I wanted. And I start off with like comic books, but I'm not like, yeah, I don't know. I, I've never been more of the serious creator. I kind of like just joking around and having fun doing that. I feel that's the way to be free, man. Like if you, if
2: you take everything you do serious, you yourself aren't going to appreciate it because you'd want everybody to take it as serious as you do. You get my point? That's usually where a lot yeah. of people have their downfall. They take their work So unbelievably serious that when the interest isn't reciprocated by other people at that same scale, they 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 kind of force themselves out of the interest in the first place. So that's a probably the healthiest mentality to have about creation. Just enjoy your work for how you enjoy your work. And then whatever
0: happens from then on happens from then on, you know? Right. And I don't know. I feel like with regular stuff, you're a little more restricted. I mean, unless you're doing abstract stuff, like I could make a guy look, however, in a comedy thing. And it's just like, oh, Eli, it's, it just adds to the joke or whatever. Whereas, yeah. like, if you're doing, like, some kind of, like, just surrealist thing, I feel like it's it's harder to get away with certain things. So I feel like a little more free to just kind of, like, fuck off. And if I want to draw something like complete shit this time, I'll just draw it like shit. And no one will really mind. So what, what's your take? Like you, 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 uh, okay, let's go to the basics. Would you rather go through
2: a comic book or watch a cartoon?
0: Oh yeah, no, I'd rather watch a cartoon. I don't fuck with comics really.
2: So, so you're not comics much re- for just the art. Com- You'd rather have like the animation is truly at your core.
0: I mean, I guess. Yeah. In a way I, I'm, I, I don't know. I definitely don't have like a huge <laughs> artist uh, mentality. I just think that I, 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 I mean, I don't know that's a weird question uh yeah Yeah, be ready for those i I really love cartoons is the thing i i would rather sit down and watch a cartoon like i'd rather have somebody i'd I'd rather have like a six-year-old kid come up and like show me something that he did in flash like a dog walking and it doesn't even like walk it just kind of glides across the screen like i find more enjoyment out of that than like reading a hundred percent. But
2: see, you're still looking for sort fu- sort of the uh no matter what you're you're hunting down the funny, even if it doesn't like inherently come out as funny when you're thinking about it. You're still sort of looking for the weird thing in the art. You're, you're always yeah, searching yeah. for that kind of offbeat like, huh, what the fuck? The dog is gliding across the screen. Why is he walking?
0: yeah exactly I don't know it's just it's goofy and also things that move things move people another reason I like it too is like people especially starting off the, the way people think the human body or anything like moves is really funny just like completely out there you're like how the fuck did you think like an arm could bend that way it just kind of adds to two new layers of like oh shit well I could just take that fuck with that like make make like make the motion funny like make the actual uh, motion of like what I'm drawing funny so like there's just little things that are a little more inspiring that way see that's beautiful in a way i can't even comprehend
2: because you just explained a thought i've never had in my life and that was just it's just casual to you that's a thought that's never in my life crossed my mind how a human moves i'm just like oh people move like this but you can just distort that whether it be an extreme distortion or just slightly distorted. And it already kind of reaches a weird kind of funny bone uncomfort. That's what it is. You're kind of using discomfort to make people laugh. You're finding weird things to, to distort and have them like, oh, fuck, that's not how that should
0: work. Yeah, exactly. It's just all about just sitting there taking something that's familiar and making it feel unfamiliar and just people being like this is like, why why does it feel so weird to me? And I feel like it kind of like gets a reaction out of it that way and it makes people a little more, you know, so, so you know silly
2: with it. Then that makes me think you you must have gotten a real kick out of Spider-Man. Uh, not a Spider-Man. Playing, let's see, I've been playing. So I've been watching this girl play Spider-Man recently, and I'm just fucking stuck on Spider-Man. But I didn't mean Spider-Man. I meant SpongeBob. The animations they did for SpongeBob, for some of like, the weirdest moments, when they would have like a crazy close-up and make it ultra real, real for whatever, and like their faces would be all fucked up, like the way it, would, it should theoretically look in real life or whatever... You probably got a kick mm-hmm. out of that kind of weird shit when you were younger.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't think anybody my age would sit there and say that, you know, SpongeBob wasn't like the epitome of like childhood cartoons. I mean, like that, like Ren and Stimpy had like a lot of that great, really good gross out close up stuff. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, like yes. all that shit, all, 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 all from basically like early 2000s. That's was like that was like the uh, bread and butter yeah what I man do. whatever happened to that you ever
2: wonder that like there, there was like a real good animation kind of peak that happened late 90s early 2000s it sort of faded for all this this is what i meant earlier like this polished bullshit that's everywhere everything is so yeah. fucking like fuck this shit where's the good stuff the <clears throat> weird stuff everybody's scared
0: yeah and i've worked in uh you know i've worked in la doing the whole TV, uh, like Netflix streaming, all, all of that kind of like animation industry stuff. And it's all just about it's just all about how much it costs and stuff. And now there's just a new every year. There's just a way to make things cheaper and to like nothing's made on paper and pen anymore, which is like why it looks so just like everything just kind of looks the same. And it's just kind of the same group of artists that have the same style which is called like the the bean mouth like the the bean mouth like the the tumblr kind of style of everything and it's just all those people have kind of dominated the market and people people like it and it's just really easy and cheap to produce because
2: it's familiar that's the problem people have because the 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 watcher has the same problem that the creator has nowadays the creator has a financial comfort zone and a creative comfort zone where they know if i do it this style i can sell it easily because this is what sells usually, and nobody wants to take the risk. But the same problem lands on the watcher, that they're like, well, I can trust this kind of art, that kind of art is different, and, you know, their comfort zone is violated. But then the problem is that shit has leaked into other countries like fucking look at anime dude whatever happened to the dope and like you ever saw them there's a really weird dark anime called uh serial experiments lane very like weird arbitrary anime most no people haven't seen it. yeah nobody saw that shit but the 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 gritty sort of random it's still anime but it's like real dark they they, they aim towards faded colors and and weird aesthetics and Everything now has that kind of fucking, like, Dragon Ball Super. Everything looks like Dragon Ball Super, Matt, minus the fucking transformations, obviously. But everything has that, like, crispy, polished, over-the-top, this is 100% what you can rely on. And we're sort of sinking into a weird comfort zone place everywhere in the world all at once. The people consuming and the people creating are all just stuck in this weird, we're safe here. And I don't know what the
0: fuck that's about. The, uh, the biggest thing from all that is just people, it's just especially if it's like television like if you watch a thing on Cartoon Network or it's just cables dying so they have to save every penny they can like I mean even I mean, you look at kind of the difference in like Netflix Netflix I'd say they put a little more money into some of their stuff barely but I think it's also just still just the the public's taste right now what should look good like everything is a little crisp like with anime that I've seen which I don't watch a lot of anime but I know exactly what you mean it's very very clean it almost looks 3D I'm pretty sure they put it through a 3D rendering software. Instead of cell paintings now, they have like 3D models and stuff with explosions or everything. Like, I don't know. It's it's super kind of just a little too glossy, whereas like yes, the old stuff just had like that nice grit to it, which is the paper and paint and everything. So, yeah, it's just money. It's just money ruins Man, that's the problem, though. (laughs)
2: Fucking, that's the whole shit. Like, we created some sort of monster in creating a financial system instead of just sticking to, like, barter. But the problem is there's nothing wrong with, like, a capitalistic system or or a uh, representation of money. There's nothing wrong with that. It's really people want to hoard this fake fucking thing. But, like, ultimately, what are they? Let's say, okay, fucking Netflix. You're growing so fast. You're consuming the planet with your Netflix-ness. And everything is getting sucked into Netflix. All the actors and all the directors and all the producers. Everything in Netflix is all-consuming fucking... But what are you gonna do with the money? Make more Netflix? Okay, great. Now you have enough money to fucking make everything Netflix. What then? More money for fucking what? What is your goal? Ultimately, Netflix. Now you're already the majority. Now what? Well, eat it all. Okay, and let hypothetically speaking, you eat it all, Netflix. What the fuck is your goal? You have all the money. You have all the people. You have all the everything. More money? For what? That part I don't get. I don't, I don't question the capitalistic system it comes from. I don't question the, the, the systems from other, the socialist system fucking anime comes from. I don't give a fuck. It, it all works in its own right until people get a hold of that fucking fictional money that somehow kind of like warps us. That shit, I don't know what the fuck is going on with that part. And that shit is destroying everything. Everything dies to money.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's true. And the the thing is that you know Netflix is Netflix is cool. If people work at Netflix, I don't know, you get jobs. Like there's other jobs besides creative fields that happen in Netflix and stuff, which is which is tight and whatever. But I think it's just a matter of. I don't know. People just want things so fast now. I honestly kind of blame the public the majority of the time. We have the attention span of a fucking squirrel, God, so yes. like things need to happen quickly. Things need to happen every year. You couldn't like. I mean, it's it's pretty rare if a I mean the show has to be super successful to take a year or two off, whatever, to kind of like actually make something good. So it's not even even it's not even even quality of how things look. It's also just writing. Just shows aren't as good anymore as they used to be. And the example of what but you're there, talking but there are, about, are a lot of good shows too. So. no
2: there's one show that totally gives me the example that's the example for what you're talking about and it's the ranch i don't know if you've ever seen that on netflix like that shit yeah. will drop two to three seasons a fucking year like it will lit- it's a literal season like these motherfuckers are act- taking the word season to heart and it's like well three month season fucking drop one here you binge the shit out of that fall comes around well here's a fucking another season so okay you watch that fucking 12 episodes and now fucking winter comes a- here's a fucking new seat like bro are we this desperate that we can't like no one i gotta say netflix is definitely to blame for our short attention span but so is youtube a hundred percent and there's one more tiny destructive force that kind of led to this cramping of ideals and it came and went quickly but it had a lot to do with it and those are vines vines had so much to do with this bullshit because vine had like a real burn for one moment and it was like a blip it was just quick it was like two to three years of vines are fucking everywhere but that sort of brief flash of you got six seconds to kind of sell this joke you got six seconds to entertain somebody and that sort of people started making vine compilations. now comedy is you fucking go on youtube and you're fucking watching a stream of fucking vines stacked together And the whole Netflix capitalizing on that and deciding, hey, we're going to fucking throw everything out there all at once so that they don't even have, they can watch it. You don't, you don't have to wait. It's all just there for you. But think of what got lost in that exchange when you had to sit and watch one episode and then you got a whole fucking week ahead of you before you get to see the next one. What happens? You go and talk to it with friends, you go and talk to it with family, anybody who's watching the same thing. You have a little weird exchange and dialogue about, oh, I think this is gonna happen, and oh, this happened, and it was fucking awesome. But that ceases to exist. Now, new episode of whatever the hell came out, it's a whole season. You had to watch the whole season. You get two conversations out of it because everybody saw all of it, and now there's nothing to fucking talk about. And that kind of leads to our anti socialism as well, because then we don't fucking talk to each other, because what the fuck is there to talk about if we all saw the fucking thing?
0: <laughs> What's that, what is there to talk about if We all saw the same Netflix show.
2: Yeah, we saw the whole thing and we saw it all overnight because none of us have the self-control to just fucking, I'm going to watch one and the next week I'm going to watch the other one. No, it's all here. I got to watch it all now.
0: Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It's convenient. I like watching everything. I like binging. I like being a, a, a lazy piece of shit and just watching <laughs> an entire season over just like a period of how many ever hours, like four hours or whatever. I would do that shit all the time. But I don't know. I, I think it's just also just adapting. I don't know. I think I, I bet back in the day when SpongeBob and shit was out, I bet people were all like, it's changing too fast. What do you mean? There's 187 cable channels. How am I supposed to pick which one? Like, I mean, I feel like it's just you just have to adapt. Just let the, let the good times roll. Bro,
2: but look, I totally, look, dude, I totally, I was shortly, briefly, and look, if a show is fucking long enough, I fully get it, dude. Like something, like, let's say you want to catch up on like Supernatural. You're not going to fucking watch that show a week at a time. Get the fuck it. You'll die before you get to the end. There are too many fucking episodes in that show. I understand sit there and burn away every day like 10 hours. Enjoy. Fry your brain in front of the screen. There's no other way to get to the other side. There's 14 seasons each with 22 fucking episodes. Good luck on not dying before you finish it. But let's say a brand new show comes out. People don't have the self-control to be like, I'm going to watch one episode and then I'm going to just theorize what's going to happen for the next week. And then when I get there, I'm going to be so fucking excited to finally see. By the way, this is how I do it. I fucking love doing it this way because I get to have conversations. I get to be stuck in dialogue about the things that happened, what could happen, where it's going to go, why it could (laughs) go that way, what any of these things could even mean before I get it's sort of the answer to that question but if i already have the answer 10 seconds after the fucking surprise ended like oh my god the guy there was a gunshot at the last moment and he was aiming at one of the two people but we couldn't tell which one and all we heard was the trigger after it faded the black who died 10 seconds later i got my answer like who the fuck cares who died that the value of that moment got taken because i found out e fuck immediately But if I got to wait a week just to find out who the fuck died, now I got some sort of tension like, holy shit, was it this motherfucker? Was that motherfucker who knows who died and why? What's the ups and downs to who dropped? Like, can you imagine how ruined Breaking Bad would have been if we would have had the satisfaction immediately
0: afterwards? Yeah, it definitely would have made the last season not as not as memorable or whatever or the last episode not as memorable, I don't think.
2: Yeah, a lot of the shit would suffer. Uh, one show I I will recommend is uh, Ozark. It's basically Netflix's um, Breaking Bad.
0: Oh, dude, so good. Yeah, Jason Jason Bateman's in that so one, right? So good,
2: dude. Highly recommend that.
0: So, do, or do you like primarily like dramas and stuff? No, I watch pretty much whatever
2: the fuck. I'm I'm not a real TV person, so I'll just whatever the fuck is on. I'm down. I'll watch a drama. I'll watch a cartoon. I've been trying to right. get back in. Like I I was way into anime back when. But it's like, the, the polishness has sort of turned me off of it heavily lately. And I'm talking like, lately is like, years and years and years like i was into the clonards and the death notes and the dragon ball z's and the yu yu haka shows but then we ended up with like naruto and some some of that polish started popping up i'm like okay whatever i don't like naruto but you know i'll stick to anime i'll keep watching a couple of things and slowly that polish became the mainstream got over it dropped off of that train then there was the whole uh i love sitcoms i love funny you know friends as as racially inappropriate as that show is i don't give off fuck if i'm dark-skinned and i'll go sit here and watch some fucking friends let them be racist i don't care it's whatever that's another thing what fuck you know what fuck this whole conversation we're having now this guides me somewhere what's your current take on the political state of our of our country at the moment i want to know what everybody thinks about everything do you think we're overly sensitive right now
0: uh, I think that not necessarily overly sensitive. I think that people, I think it's just, it's just popular. Like you're kind of the outcast if you don't rage. It's either, it's either all or nothing. Like, I mean, like you can't, you can't, ha- you have to like be all one side or not. I don't know. Like I, I there's good reasons why people should be mad about certain things and like things are, can things can't hurt somebody. And I think a lot of people are just threatened by change and I don't know like i I really don't focus too much on that like i i I don't uh it's not like i don't care i mean i don't but it's not like i i don't don't worry i don't don't even think the people raging really
2: care bro to be honest i really don't i don't think anybody really cares I don't think anybody really cares. I think it's popular, like you said, it's just the mainstream thing just to fucking be angry. People are angry about shit they hear somebody else be angry about without them fucking knowing what the fuck to be angry about. They're like, oh, somebody said some shit. They don't know if it's true, but hey, he's angry about the thing I heard somebody said that some other dude said that that other guy said that was wrong. So I'm gonna be angry too because he's angry and all of them are angry and fuck it. Those people I usually hang out with, so I guess I'm fucking angry too. I think it's more like that. I don't think anybody fucking knows what's going on. It's like Brexit. Nobody fucking knew what they were doing. Yeah. It was just
0: popular to fucking be angry at the moment. I don't know. The biggest thing too is everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be like a celebrity. Blame media, so it's like, uh I don't know. I can I can shout at this person for doing something wrong and like get myself attention and stuff. I don't know. It's just it's 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 just sad.
2: It it's a sad. sad thing. It is sad. It's because if you look at it, it's it's all the it's sort of the people who are just kind of reaching maturity now and reaching adulthood now and it's sort of coming from the fact that everything's too tame i think everything is really too tame we've sort of neutralized realistic problems like let's look let's really take a look at this we will freak out at a fucking twitter post that's that's where we are that's a state of the country the state of the planet let's be real that's the state of the planet right now like we'll rage at a fucking twitter post But that's because we got nothing else to be angry at, realistically. If there was, like, a fucking... Nukes are gonna fucking drop. Now, fuck Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Who the fuck cares what the fuck some asshole said? We're gonna be bombed. Maybe let's worry about bomb shelters. But we don't have that. We sort of... We're a powerhouse in weapons. We're a powerhouse in, like, fucking the rest of the world. We got no problems in that kind of safe... Like, let's say we were to not to be racist, go to fucking Africa and hang out with a bunch of people. Now, the majority of Africa has some good spots, but there's some shitty spots too, like anywhere. So we go to a fucking uh, slave town and go live in some huts. Do we think they give... If if they happen to have a fucking cell phone, do you think they give a fuck what somebody else said online? They don't give a shit. That's the least of their problems. That cell phone is to communicate and get water or some shit, you know? But we don't have that problem. We can ninety nine point ninety nine percent of us go wash dishes and do what we fucking turn the water on and let it keep running some people don't have that fucking option they turn the water on to fill a bucket and then wash everything in that same bucket of water we toss gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of clean water out the fucking window because fuck it that's just who we are mark we don't have problems so we make them up. I think that's where we are. And I think that bullshit leaks into the whole money system. We, we got so much money because we robbed everybody for it. We robbed everybody. We got all the money. But then that mentality of we have all the money. Oh, we, we, we need to get more money. So even within the country where all the money landed in, we're trying to pull the money, pull the money. And then that leads into the fucking Netflixes and the fucking TVs. Well, we got to save all the fucking money. Let's be cheap on everything and have a kind of streamlined mainstream way to do everything so that everything kind of looks the same because of money. It's a weird loop we're stuck in. And it's going to keep getting worse, theoretically speaking. Who the fuck knows?
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just. I have a lot of friends who like get really hyped on it, you know, take up arms against it, but I just think it's just everybody in their lifetime has something that they have to just kind of just kind of have to deal with. I don't know. That's that's like I guess that's I hate keep using that, but everybody just kind of has to. It's just, well, that's just how it is, I guess. Yeah.
2: It's a, see, I like that mentality. You're just like, fuck it. It is what it is.
0: I mean, I understand people have hardships and stuff, but I don't know. I mean, whatever you if go through is the hardest thing I you've do, experienced. I, would do it, but I, I, I don't, I just don't think I can because I'm, yeah. I'm just a. I'm just, I'm just one man.
2: Yeah. It's uh, wait. way it only takes one man. Allegedly. Like f- fucking Trump is one guy reigning terror, but he's not even doing anything. I don't even fucking understand. But everybody's one man, dude. Steve Jobs was one man with one single idea and he was going to push that idea no matter what. But it's like, ultimately, where the fuck did he end up? It was a giant fucking company consuming fucking everything. Bill Gates, a man who's going to change the world. I'm going to make technology and advance the planet. And everything is going to be better. But now he's a money hungry dude who's just like, he has all the fucking money. It's fucking this other douchebag. What is his name? The Facebook guy. Zuckerfucker i'm gonna fucking connect everybody everybody's gonna have easy access to one another and the world is gonna be a better place and then you end up at money again
0: so money yeah, i enjoy money i don't know about you i fucking hey don't get me I, wrong I, dude. I, I, capitalism I all the way money. bro
2: capitalism all the way give me all the money i'll be fine somebody drops a billion dollars on me i'm not gonna be like nah, man money's ruining our country take it all back like nah bitch
0: give me that money you got a billion dollars.
2: Fuck out of here.
0: I tell people all the time. I've put pi- I've like I've pitched like show ideas and stuff to like networks or like like little stuff like that, like Netflix or something. I've pitched shows to and, and everything and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm selling out as quick as <laughs> possible. I'm getting my ass out of here. I'm like, fuck all this. Just let me buy a house and just like fucking just chill out. Dude, gonna... but for
2: real, right? Cause look at let's look at the goal here. We might be looking at the people who 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 got all the money, like Fucking assholes are ruining our country or whatever the fuck we think they're doing. But let's, let's flip that perspective real quick. Because they have the money, they can now freely do the thing they loved in the first place. Because they don't have to worry about the fucking money part of it so the money did solve their problem we're just all a bunch of whiny bitches who look at them and we're like man i don't have the money they have the money i still gotta work at nine to fucking five every fucking day and i gotta i can't i can't do the things i love and that's bullshit by the way i i hate that one i don't know if you come across this you probably do all the time where people are like man how do you find the time and it's like i fucking make the time and they're like i don't find the time ever no you don't make the time
0: because, you know, yeah, make I mean, that's time. that's that's a super annoying excuse. I really only get mad whenever I really enjoy the person's stuff. Like if we're talking like art related or whatever, If I, I really enjoy like some of my friends cartoons, like animations and stuff. And they're just like, I just I can't I just I'm, I'm too busy. And you're like, well, then you don't really want it enough. Exactly. Like you have to want it.
2: You have to want it. You have to want the thing enough to make the time. It's as easy as, let me wake up half an hour early. It's that, it's that fucking easy, dude. There's, I'm gonna wake up half an hour early. and I'm gonna do the thing. It, It might take me a week, but by the end of the week, I'll have it done. Half an hour here, half an hour there, half an hour there. All I did was wake up half an hour early. That's it. Everything else throughout my day is identical. Nothing fucking changed. Nothing changed. I just woke up half an hour earlier and I got it fucking done. But they don't even, that doesn't process. Oh no, I don't have the time. I I can't. Oh, I'm too fucking busy, but you fucking watch that whole Netflix show. You watch that whole Netflix show. You don't have the fucking time? You fucking kidding me? I saw your fucking Instagram has you like 30 parties, bro. Where the what the hm? fuck? Where the fuck is the time? Your time was at that party. What where the, where the fuck is your cartoon, dude? Give me the cartoon. But no nobody fucking has the time i hate dude i hate that excuse i've had that i've been talking to a couple of rappers lately I I, I I i come from jersey dude everybody swears they're a rapper over here and i uh
0: i just got done working in new york and i, I had a couple of buddies that lived in new jersey that would commute to the city so new jersey that's a trip that's My favorite hockey team is the Devils. so oh yeah. god dude i live two minutes
2: from the stadium fuck the devils dude fuck your favorite team they fucking ruin every <laughs> week for me uh, just getting out of my town because you know there's a little walled-in town right next to there. Fuck, fuck the fuck the devils! I hope all you bitches are listen. Fuck all of you! You ruined my commute everywhere. You motherfuckers! Fuck your stadium. Fuck. Yeah, I,
0: hear, I heard. I I still haven't been to that one. When I first, I only saw them at the Islanders Stadium whenever I was out there, but. Don't come over here. If
2: you come over to the stadium, you're part of the problem, bro. They fucking clog up blocks and blocks and blocks. Like, dude, the stadium ain't even that big. Why are you blocking off, like, 30 streets for these motherfuckers? Dude, getting out of my town is the biggest fucking problem because the fucking devils. Fuck the devils. They have a fucking... How the fuck you got, like, 30 games a day? It'll be like, today there's a fucking game. There's nothing tomorrow. So I'm like, oh, it's done for the fucking next month. And then the fucking next day, there's another fucking game and the shit is clogged up all again. Fuck these guys.
0: Fuck you, devils. <laughs> yeah, I should. I, I've, I've luckily never lived anywhere where the stadiums were like, where the stadiums like affected like traffic besides like one highway or something. So lucky. lucky it's a
2: pain them. in the ass, bro. It ain't worth it. I hate
0: hot. I no. don't do it. I've never even
2: gotten to see that. They're probably amazing. Realistically speaking, they're probably amazing. Everybody over here loves them, but they ruin my life. So I don't care how good they are. I don't care how no, good the they devils? are. The yeah. Devils,
0: oh, they're trash. Oh, they're trash. I wouldn't they're know. A team. I just, I just like them. Just be like a hometown thing. Like they're originally from Kansas City, so like that. That's like. when Kansas City still doesn't have a professional team, so I just kind of, I kind of just blindly support them, just because I guess they, they were originally from Kansas what City. Kind so what kind of a weird
2: ass saying. migration is that? They went from like fucking countryside straight into fucking like the ghettoest place possible.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, I heard, I heard Newark's pretty, uh, pretty rough. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, uh,
2: people think Queens is dark. I tell people from Queens, don't go to nork if you think that's hard. That's, that's, that's where I drop it, dude. Don't go to, if you think it's hard where you are. Oh boy, don't take a trip to Queens. Cause you're not going to have a good, you're going to have a bad time. If you don't know what you're doing in nork, you're going to have a bad time. And it's still like, uh, there's a bunch of idiots still on the whole, I, I wear red, I wear blue. And and because you're in blue and I'm in red, we don't like each other. We're 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 not cool. I have a gun. You you go, you leave with your red stuff. That still happens here, dude. That's how primitive this shit is. It's ah, so frustrating. Hell yeah, bro. And that's, that's exactly some right. shit. What do you do for uh what's your what's your day job, bro?
0: I am an animator. I have been doing freelance for a while, mostly freelance uh for streetwear companies. Yeah. So I make them, I make clothing line, like animations for like, like drops they do or whatever. I do a lot of that looking to get into like another studio or something like that. But me and me and the missus are up here in Portland now. So we're out of here. Yeah. And even just getting into freelance is really fucking strange. Like, it's a really weird, weird way to live. And like, I hate it. It's just like so antisocial. Like, I enjoy like, even if the job isn't that good, it's still nice to kind of like have to kind of just like make yourself get up and get out of bed and like go somewhere and like talk with people and stuff. See,
2: here is where I will completely agree and disagree at the same time. Because the the problem... With that is, I completely agree in that that sort of antisocial desperation starts to get to you, that you almost need to force the socializing to happen. What was it? I think it was the second book. I don't even fucking know. Some shit like that. One of the fucking stories. While I was trying to get that shit out, I started going to writing clubs every Saturday just to kind of fucking see somebody, you know? Just to have a conversation with somebody. Like, if it was work, because you do kind of enter this weird shapeless because it's not that you're depressed but it's like it feels like it almost like you might be fine and loving what you're doing but there's still kind of like a a weird echo to it that there's like hello anybody out there out there out there and that kind of bullshit starts to pick at you little by little by little by little so I, i i solved the problem by surrounding myself with people but then ironically that's sort of the backfire. Cause as you're doing the freelance freedom, sell it yourself, kind of get your name out there thing, you sort of lose a little of the, the, the time you were originally putting into the work itself. The, the total freedom of it gets killed when you start forcing the socializing. Cause it's kind of, I guess the anti social part of it
0: is like a big chunk of it almost. And that's a weird thing. Yeah, and... I don't know. It's also just like with freelance, like my clients and stuff like that, it's just you have to do everything. So you just like you're putting a lot of hours in and, you don't. I kind of detracts away from your time of doing your own stuff or like what you'd like to you'd like to start earlier in the day working on your stuff. And I have to kind of push it back. So it's it's still doable, but you're just kind of like, nah. I'd wish that really wish I wasn't just doing your idea. I kind of want to do my own. <laughs> that <laughs> is the
2: realest thing ever. Like it, it does suck once in a while when you just kind of and man. Creating is weird. That's really what the fuck this, this, the point of what we're saying here is. Creating is weird. You're neither here, you're neither there. And you, if you're here, you want to be over there. And if you're over there, you want to be over here. That sort of self-defeat. That's all it is. It's yeah. self-defeat.
0: It's, it's definitely, it's definitely no matter, I, I, I fully believe that no matter what you do, what you achieve, whatever, you will find a way to bitch and moan about something. <laughs> like that's yes, like, because you can you become be, complacent You could be, be fucking rich. You could be rich and you'd be like, oh, I wish I had more, still wish I had more money. Or I wish I could do this. Or, oh, I wish no one knew me. Or like, you just want to bitch and you always want more. You want more of something, even if it's less. Yeah, uh, even rich people. I, uh, you, you brought that up, like, rich people
2: is the biggest example of that. I like to, uh, to give people perspective when they're whining about their money. And they're like, you know, the rich people, they got no problems. Look, you come from a place where there's no money. So you naturally learned how to tolerate people because you had to, you were forced to work in places. You were forced to tolerate things. You were forced to uh, interact. So you learned compassion. You learned love, even if you didn't have the money part. But let's flip that over real quick and look at the rich person angle. They have all the money, so they never had to tolerate anybody. They never developed the skills to tolerate people they can't stand. They never had. So now go ahead and try to get them to connect to somebody. Now, they don't have money problems. They have connectivity problems. That's a whole other ballpark of shit some people don't even fucking consider as a problem. Well, they got all the money. Why are they bitching? Well, they don't have the people. You have the people. They don't have the people. They have the money. You got the people because all the people are over here with you broke. He has all the fucking money over there. So he has equal fucking problems. They're just fucking different problems. But it doesn't mean they don't have problems just because they have money. But as humanity, we have decided that money solves our problems if we don't have it and if we do have it then everybody else is even the people who isn't in that crazy even the people who have the money are like the people without it, they're just bitching it's like no motherfucker everybody has problems no matter what the fuck angle you're coming from
0: it's true i just uh i don't know i just my my dumb ass will find a way to just bitch about anything to myself be like oh man i wish i had a car i get a car oh wish i had a house i get a house oh i wish you know, it's just like oh god only if this happens will I be happy. And then it happens, you're like, oh, well, only if this happens will I be happy. And it's just, it's just a bunch of self-defeat, for sure. That's At least on my end.
2: No, no, 100%, that's creativity in general. You have to sort of force yourself to do things even when you don't want to do them. And you got to learn to sort of teach yourself to, to pierce through the difficult part because you're going to find things to complain about And there's never a right or wrong way to do things. You just have to learn by doing and force yourself to do things, whether it be in my case, uh, I'm a writer. That's what I do. That's where I aim. Everything I do, any money I get is to get more things to be able to write more often and do it more frequently and have more fun with it and be able to have more freedom to then write again and what kind of uh, what kind of write or like what kind of
0: subject matter do you like to write?
2: Oh, that's an interesting question, because pretty much I'll, I'll go anywhere. I'll do anything. But I'm kind of like you. That's why I'm fascinated by your art, actually, by by everything you do, because you kind of abuse expectation. And I adore abusing expectation. It leaves some kind of pleasant confusion in people right yeah I, I agree that's that's I'm, uh, the gist of it i i i don't know man for for sure as of now out of all the because there's a lot of uh good animators on instagram but you're the only one i've reached out to for a reason you know oh uh, well i appreciate it yeah
0: i'm glad i it's, it's always nice that when people can like reach out and feel like uh like it's special like what i made was like special to them or like they like resonated with it that's the only reason why i do it so it's pretty it's pretty awesome.
2: Hey man, you should just always do what you do and fuck the rest of the world. It's, it, that's all there is, dude. Eventually we're gonna die. I heard, um, I don't know if you know who Alex Gray is. Hopefully you do. He's like the, the fucking best. Do you know who Alex Gray is, the, the painter? Uh, no. Nah, well, he's a so. psychedelic painter. And he, I was listening to a, a phrase of his that said, Fear stops some, but death stops all. And that shit is so real to me. That it's like a lot of people are scared to go weird places. Like, oh, I'm so weird. Nobody's going to understand the thing I'm doing. Okay, who gives a fuck? Eventually you're going to die and nobody's going to give a shit 200 years later when that shit gets buried by the oversaturation of other bullshit. So what are you going to do? Do shit people like so that it could be forgotten or do shit you like so that by the time you die, you feel like you accomplished
0: something. Yeah, exactly. I just want to, like, feel like what I'm doing is progressing myself forward and, like, I just want to be, like, hopefully as original as I can be and just learn from others. And I don't know. It's just, yeah, I just want to, because, yeah, I mean, you're right. We will, we will, uh we will all die and no one will really remember and the earth will explode and all you'll be left with is just the fond memory of what you did. <laughs> If even, bro, if even, you get the one experience,
2: and we don't even know if we remember any of it. You might as well just do whatever the fuck, because who the fuck cares? Be happy with where you go, and go where you want to go. Don't just be happy with where you land, but rather, like, make sure you try to land somewhere you'd be happy landing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and art is definitely a good way to kind of, like, keep that muscle nice and flexed and stuff, because a lot of people that aren't my art friends, feel like I've said flexing art muscle a lot. Uh, Don't even worry about uh, it. all my friends that really don't do art stuff or like they don't do activities like this or anything, not even that you have to be an artist or whatever, but I don't know. It feels like they're just kind of like mindlessly kind of walking along. And Tell kind of... me about it. Oh, my God.
2: I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's sort of the uh well, how do I put it? I, I was uh, recently actually talking to somebody in the office about that, which was if you 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 consume other people's art all the time you sit in front of a tv you're consuming somebody's art you you listen to some music you're consuming somebody's art you use a fucking computer you're consuming somebody's art you touch a fucking the microphone i'm talking somebody made this shit somebody fucking made the microphone i'm talking to they made the fucking phone i'm using to discuss this shit and we're we're taking we're taking out from other people but we're not putting anything back There's so many people in that loop of, we'll we'll consume whatever, but we don't put anything back in into the bigger picture. And it's like, then what is the point? Why are you here? You're just wasting the resources? You're just taking everybody else's stuff and you're not putting anything in? What's the goal in your life? What are you creating? And don't get me wrong. I think people who are like parents, you fucking made life, bro. You made fucking life. Impressive. But that can't be it. Can it? Like, that's it? That's your goal? Have a fucking... Well, I made it. I made life. I feel like that's a shortcut. I feel that's the cheap answer to, oh, I put something back. Like, you put a human back. Great. And that human could potentially go make something. But... Outside of that human, what have you made? Is that the pinnacle and just being a parent? Then what 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 placeholder is there when you're done with the child? That's it? You finished your job, now fucking roll over and die? Why don't you just kill yourself once they become eighteen? That's fine, just stop consuming more shit or make something. Everybody has a mind, everybody has original thoughts, even if they fucking follow the line. Everybody has original thoughts. Everybody has original ideas. Which just Like Alex Gray said, that fear aspect of, I'm too fucking weird, or nobody's gonna get it, or nobody's gonna like it. I fucking hate that one. That's the one I hate. Nobody's gonna like it. Who gives a shit? Who the fuck cares? Nobody said they had to like it. They just said fucking make a thing. Make a... Even if you're the only person who'll make a fucking thing, you know, just who cares who likes it make a thing
0: yeah it's just people people just want it easy they just want stuff that be given to them is the biggest thing like they don't they don't really want to make the work they just want somebody to come up and be like your work is great yes and that's just that's just the unfortunate truth about it
2: but that's like the state of media at this point isn't it it's like that's that's essentially what like Ninety five percent on people of Instagram. All right, they're like, "Hey, I put a picture of me. I'm I'm good at what I do, right?" It's like, "Wait, wait, what do yeah, you do? Exactly. You put pictures I mean, of you? Is that what you do? You put pictures of you?" Yeah, yeah, I'm so talented, right? Like, what?
0: Very. Confusing. And you can tell people who just make stuff, and there's nothing wrong with making something and wanting justification of like, "Hey, I made this. Does it get a reaction? Like, do you guys dig this?" And if it does, and that just can fuel a person to like want to make more. It's cool, but when somebody just kind of like really wants to stretch out and like reach and just kind of be like, "Well," I'm only making it just to like see the number above my name or below my name or where the fuck it's at grow. It's just like, you can tell, it's you unfortunate. can, you can totally, yeah. you feel, can totally tell. Yeah. You can feel it. You can feel it
2: from whatever the fuck it is they're doing. And again, that comes back to this whole polished bullshit. Again, there are people who, a bunch of animators, like fucking, there's an <sighs> over fucking saturation of fucking animators on Instagram. And some of these people have very unique, original styles of art. But tell me how fucking hard it is to find one of them. Because everybody does what? Fucking anime. Pumping the same fucking, the same overly polished, like 100% they all made it on a fucking computer screen, right? Like there's no other fucking way. It's ridiculous. Everybody has the same shit. And they just want, oh, I'm so fucking good at what I do. I guess. But you're doing what everybody else is doing. You're as good as that other guy who did that same shit. Where's the original work where's what you came up with not what you made alone something you came up with and then pulled out of the ether not just oh that art style that every other person i've ever met in my life is using i'm gonna do that and hey i'm gonna get recognition because everybody else does too
0: right it's a it's a strange fucking Strange fucking ecosystem, social media, and just wanting recognition and wanting to like get that kind of fame and not really do anything just be be the person that's just like, Oh, I envy this person because all they have to all they have to do is YouTube. It's just people being just just the what if factor again it's just oh only only if i w- could survive as like an Instagram artist, I would be so happy. It's just those kind of people, but like let's let's theor-
2: okay. So in a world where fucking you jump on Instagram, you get fucking overnight. Your dream is, I'm going to go on Instagram and I'm going to be Instagram famous or whatever. 800 million billion. The planet. Everyone in the world looked at your account. Every fucking all 7.5 billion of us. Shit. I hand delivered phones to motherfuckers in countries that don't have them just so they could subscribe to your amazing fucking content. Now what? Everybody's looking your way. Step two is... Like, I don't get that. Like, do they even know what the fuck their plan is? What the fuck is step two after you get the... Everybody. You got everybody. What's the fucking goal? I don't feel like people thought that far. I just think they want... No, oh, I got the attention.
0: And then... Yeah I, don't, I, yeah, I think that a lot of people, they don't think about that. I know, like, at least for me, like, and I'm sure you. It's like you don't want everybody. Like Hell you don't, no. want, that I don't, don't want. be to Everybody to be looking at me and stuff like that. If anything, it's just it's a good way to have like it's, it's. I think it's really cool. Like I look at certain fan bases and I'm like, man, that's a cool fan base. Like, do you? Uh, are you big on like YouTube at all or anything? Hell you, like, no. Watching YouTube. I mean, I watch YouTube. I'm not on YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, there, there's a, a channel called Red Letter Media, Ooh, and they are just, like, a, a bunch of, like, guys that just, like, review, like, just really shitty old films. But they have, like, such a cool fan base where it's almost like they're all buddies. Like, the the people are really, the fans are nice to each other and stuff. And I'm like, that's just, like, a cool community for, like, people to come together, enjoy somebody's content. And then, like, the creators of it, I'm sure, are just like, it's nice to have these people that you can reach out to and you can make that for them. And I don't know. That's kind of, like, the end goal that I want It's just, like, a a core just a audience. cool just a cool just a cool fan base that just they just all kind of found each other together just through like some stupid jokes and stuff or like just little things that just start conversations and stuff and they just like look forward to new releases and stuff see i'm so, so on board with that because that's
2: verbatim what i that's exactly exactly the goal for me i just i don't give a fuck if anybody likes the thing i am a person who likes to communicate with creators and thinkers alike because both of those things have a basic ideology, which is that philosophy comes first. Philosophy always comes first. Creating, you, you have to beat yourself. You have to defeat yourself. You have to build rules for yourself. You have to discipline yourself to do things. That's a philosophy. Discipline is philosophy. And I love philosophy. And thinking whether you're in a conversation, whether you're making a thoughtful film or doing a thing or whatever, if you're conveying, if you're collecting information and conveying information, you need philosophy to do that. And philosophy is nothing but perspective. And what else is there in the universe other than perspective? I love perspective and I want, I want all of it. I want infinite amounts of perspective in my life. And to surround myself with, thinkers and creators alike will always aim me into a perspective angle into a philosophical angle that's gonna feed me all the perspective that I want and the best way to do that is do shit for super fucking long so that everybody who hates what you do can walk the fuck away because there's so much of it they know for a fact they don't like it and then the people who do like it the people who are sort of Resonating with the thing stick around and they, they're like a, it's like a fly catcher where you just, they bring others. (laughs) They drag the people who they communicate with that would like the same things and they drag them into that same kind of bubble and little by little, whether or not they necessarily enjoy the thing you put out, they respect the angle and the philosophy you're coming with so that it's you surrounded by people you'd like to be surrounded by. They don't need to like the thing I'm fucking doing. They just need to be people I'd like to communicate and be like, oh, why don't you like it? Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. I agree.
0: Yeah. And I think it's also just, I think it's cool to like be around people that inspire you to want to like, maybe like they didn't even think about, like maybe somebody listens to your podcast and they're like, man, listening to this podcast makes me want to start my own and stuff. It just like helps people want to create things. It helps people like want to jumpstart thoughts that they have in their head. So that's another reason why I just love creating and stuff its just nice
2: yeah you eventually hit nice. somebody with inspiration you didn't even know you were hitting somebody with
0: yeah exactly exactly and it's it's always such a nice feeling when rep- somebody like dms you and says something like oh i love your work blah blah or i've had a couple of kids message me and be like oh i love uh i love your cartoons they like you've inspired me to start like making my own and you're like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Cause that's like what, that's kind of like what I want. <laughs> like, I just want those kids to have the same feeling I did or even anybody. I could have an old man message me and be like, after all these years, I didn't know I wanted this till now. That would still be awesome. Yeah. No, I fully understand that. You know, what's re-
2: based on that, you know, what's fucking recently happening to me. I, uh, I recently just stopped pot. Like it was clouding me. I was, I, just, I want to create in a different way. And I feel like if being a high was my normal that means going back to normal is me being high. And so I just gave it up cold turkey. Like I haven't, I don't even know if it's like day 15 or some bullshit like that. And just in the first 10 days, first I was getting encouragement. Oh man, good luck. You can do it from just random fucking people. I've never fucking had a single conversation with. But in the last three or four days... I've been getting people who are telling me themselves, oh man, you like, you, you showed me the truth. I started researching it, this and that. And now I, you know, I stopped. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you mean you stopped? You stopped? Yeah, man, you inspired me to stop. Now I'm like doing this or doing it's like, I that wasn't even my intention. I was actually just keeping a record of it to hold myself accountable. That way I don't have a reason to go back. You
0: know, it'd be me bullshitting in front of a bunch of people. So I would just It'd be, it's, it's, it's funny that you even say that just because I've had two friends this year that have that have quit like pop for that reason, just because I don't know. Not well, some of them feel like they're too dependent on it, like they can't make something without it. And they like, they get mad because they're like, why the fuck do I need this to make stuff? And like, yes. I don't know, it's just kind of funny. No, it's, it's weird funny. because it, it's, it's not, not even an crazy. addiction.
2: It's not even an addiction. We're not like really stu- it, rather. I mean, it is an addiction, but it's an addiction in a weird way. It's not that the weed has us addicted. Is it we're addicted to the weed? There's nothing addictive about the weed. The person is the addict in this scenario. And the fact that, because I, again, that's totally it. I totally felt like I'm dependent, but what the fuck am I dependent on? There's nothing about this that can make me dependent. So why do I feel I need the fucking thing to make anything? And here's a really weird thing. It, It was making me very poetic and pulling me away from stories. I became very obsessed with just the rhythm of my writing. And so I was pumping out poem after poem, started writing raps here and there. Because, you know, I'm surrounded by fucking rappers. Might as well do that fucking shit, too. Why the fuck? So I'm over here just writing a bunch of random shit. But it's all rhythmic. There's no complex narrative to anything. And then I cut it out. And a couple of days ago, I sit down to write. And the only thing that came to my mind was a fucking story. The only thing. Nothing else. I'm over here like I'm going to put a song and I'm going to write to the song. And I'm going to, you know, do something lyrical or whatever. And nothing happened. All I did was take the mood out of the song and that gave me sort of the beginning for a story and I just ended up writing a little short horror story and I guess the pot itself clouded the fact that I'm a storyteller primarily it clouded me it killed me and made some fucking I'm a writer I'm still writer and obviously in my brain I'm still a writer yeah I'm writing I'm doing it right I'm writing and I'm not even aware that I'm sort of abandoning what I love to do it's not even registering in my brain. I'm like, yeah, I'm writing. I'm doing it right. <laughs> I can totally write all the time whenever I want, man. I just smoke a little, put a little music, and boom, something pumps out immediately. I'm so good. And then the second I stop, it's like, whoa, but stories, where did that go? Then the first thing I fucking do was write a story. Easy. Nothing. Just the plot just leaked out of me. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where was this? <laughs> So, yeah, it was a really weird experience. So I totally know what your friends went through that. It's
0: weird. Yeah, it's it, it, it's 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 weird. It, it really does. It's like you're definitely right on the fact that, like, it's definitely not like they're not like addicted. It's not like heroin or anything, but I feel like you just become you, you become dependent on it. Like, you're like, oh, shit. OK, I'm going to smoke this because I work better whenever I'm on this it's the same with like eating and stuff too i mean like you could overeat and like you think that it calms you down but it really doesn't it's just unhealthy isn't that fucking weird what the hell is wrong with
2: humans dude we got so much fucking shit going on in our brains that's fucked up that's true yeah we're addicted to everything dude like fuck you play a good enough video game you're fucked
0: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly are you pretty are you pretty big into the video game scene bro so like I legitimately like my problem for a while, a
2: while, dude, and it, it really got in the way of my life was Minecraft. At first, I, oh, I went really? through that beginning stages of it, fucking It's all blocky and bullshit. I'm not down with it. I don't want to, you know, everybody who looks at Minecraft has that same fucking mentality. "Eh, It sucks. It sucks. It's so square and blocky. What do you do? Just fucking break shit? And then I started fucking, there's a system in Minecraft called Redstone. It's this electric system or whatever. And then I started tinkering with that. And holy shit, does that rabbit hole go fucking you could do anything you can imagine quite literally and once i got a hang of how that worked i started slowly picking away at a map i had sitting around where i just built random structures i started putting these electrical systems here and there and fucking rigging things up before long i ended up with a video game inside of a video game dude i made a fucking rpg inside of minecraft but just think of how long that had to take You're in deep. Yeah, dude. So I had to, like, force myself to be like, I'm not playing this. Fuck this game. I just put it to the side and went (laughs) in. I I got addicted to something that would end quickly. So I started playing a different game that would have me maybe three days involved, and then the game ends by itself. And then I just fucking walked away. I'm like, no more. No more. I can't touch that game for a while, because it's, fuck, fuck, fuck Minecraft, bro. Fuck Minecraft. But what about you? You into that shit? You into
0: games? Uh. I mean, not really. I'll play I'll play stuff with my girlfriend or my fiance. She's more like a video game person than I am. But I don't know. I like playing like shit with my like friends where I can just like be on a headset and just talk like really not even really not even like competitively competitively play or like actually kind of try but just like joke around with your friends and just bullshit. Oh, that's that's kind of like more of the way I go.
2: See, I completely agree because, uh, for example, I, I for the for very long time was a Call of Duty guy. Very, I'm totally down that Call of Duty. And I'm so good at it, dude. Anybody who's hearing this and you're like, uh, oh, Jack doesn't know how... Play me, bitch. Play me. I slaughter all you motherfuckers. Fucking zero deaths, bitch. I give you 50 kills. Ugh, that's how good I... But yeah, no joke, I'm a fucking loser at that game. But I would pretty much play the same way. Even if I'm like a monster wrecking people, I'm only a monster wrecking people because I was playing with homies. I was playing with friends. I was just on the mic talking shit with somebody and then somebody comes around the corner and blow their head off. Like, I don't even care about the blowing their head off part. I'm in the middle of a fucking joke. Get away from me, noob. You know? Right. I guess the
0: only game, I don't really do video games, but I like, I play Magic. I like the card game Magic quite a bit, actually. It's just such a expensive game, so it's hard to like keep up on it. But I'd say I've been playing that for a long ass time. I don't even know how that works a little. It's a... Uh, I don't know. It's just... I, I was super into it because, like, my friend... I mean, obviously, like, every other game, it's, like, your friends kind of get you into it. But it's, like, the oldest fucking game that's still played and shit right now. Like, it was made in, like, 93 or something, and still people are, like, obsessed with it. And The art's awesome on it. And But the only bad thing is just the card shops. Like, the community is just fucking awful. I'm, like, trying to write a cartoon about that right now just because it's the amount of, like, just cringe and, like, just how, how socially awkward nerdy people can be... It's just, it's pretty funny. Is it like, so I've, is it I've like tried to Yu-Gi-Oh
2: watch. or something?
0: The what? Is it like Yu-Gi-Oh or something? I mean, like, yeah, I guess, in a way. Like, a like Yu-Gi-Oh like or I, whatever. I like, know. I'm it's just rough on name. the
2: rules of, like, I, I sort of understand the whole, you put the card on the bottom and you use that once. But here's, I, I don't fucking know. Whatever. I was going to pretend I know what the fuck. Like, I vaguely remember, I know there's cards at the bottom, cards on the top, the top of the monsters, the bottom are like fucking powers or some shit, and then you fucking flip them, but they all happen in the same turn. Why the fuck are they in different places? I guess it's what they are. The top is monsters, bottom is magic. Whatever. Is there a difference between, like, monsters and magic? In magic? Or is it all just like, hey, I got fucking... This card means you, you fucking shrink or something. And, like, everything is like
0: that? Or is there just creatures in that game? No, there's, like, a bunch of different shit. I mean, I'd... I i do not know how exciting it would be to go into the logistics of magic, but there's, like... <laughs> There's all sorts of, uh I don't know, there's like a lot of interaction. I just, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. There's like a lot of different ways that you can interact in that game. And it's like also just a, a good game too, where you could have your friends around, and just be chilling. See, you it. know what I would really like? And don't worry, because you, you're over
2: here shy about how nerdy magic is, dude. I probably get real into Dungeons and Dragons. Like that, I would probably fall into that whole real hard and real easy because it's a
0: game where we're just kind of making shit up as we go. Yeah, no, Dungeons and Dragons can be fun. I don't. I think it's really hard for anybody to like not say that they they wouldn't be into that. I don't really care who you are. Like Dungeons and Dragons can be something that's like funny. Like you can make it like just funny and silly and just be with yes. your friends. That's totally what it would be for me. Drinks it would just or some be us shit. Just just chill mad like,
2: shit. That's that's one hundred percent what it would be to me. I would just be I, me and friends and magic as we sit around the fucking table and we're just talking. Oh, the dragon you can go fuck the dragon in the cave, bro. <laughs> Here's your fucking ten points of skill going that cave and fuck it to death <laughs> that's like 95 percent of the time i would be doing it, just shitting on everybody all the time i would probably want to be the dungeon master just to make shit horrible for everybody all the time such a good game i need to get into dungeons and dragons man i'm about to go buy that fuck out of here get into so dungeons. Yeah, dra- dungeons
0: and dragons and you don't have to buy anything i mean you could just get a group of people and then you're just like this is what we're doing this is like the objective like how do you go and it's just funny but wait, how the fuck is that? Do you know how to
2: play that too? How the fuck is that game played? I have no, I don't, see, dude, I've tried board game. I don't know why. I've really, I have no fucking
0: clue why. I've tried to get into board games many, 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 many fucking times, but I can't. I've never played the one. I've never actually played like a legitimate one. It's always just been like a broke ass one of like my friends. Like, yeah, I wrote this story. And you have to, like, kind of figure out how it ends or whatever. And that's how you, like, win, basically. And, like, those are really fun because you don't really need to buy all the pieces or all these books and stuff. And it isn't so much about, like, rolling a dice and being like, oh, like, oh, you didn't kill it. It's more just, like, about chance. Like, you just have the dice there to be, like, if it's high, you have good luck. If it's low, you pretty much get fucked type thing. So it's, like... Oh, these like cannibals are chasing you. Roll it. You roll like a th- a three on a twenty sided dice, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you got shot in the leg, and they're fucking eating your face or something." Like it's kind of, it can kind of just be like that. Like I don't know. I think it's fun. Like especially if you're a writer and you're creative like that, it's nice to just have a not pre made script and you just kind of like improvise as you go along, and you have like a certain story that you're trying to tell, or you're, like you're trying to lead them somewhere, but you're not giving it away. Like they still have to like play the game, type thing. See, I I totally love that idea a lot
2: and here's an interesting fact don't tell anybody except everybody who's fucking listening to this and the secret's fucking blown out already but i i, I literally do that to my instagram i overplay everything i ever post there because that's a character i'm obviously not that guy i don't give a fuck about half the shit i'm posing i don't give a fuck oh, disagree with your fucking political standpoint go suck a dick i don't give a shit but i do that there and i create a narrative I just, just kind of follow this train of thought, generally speaking. And all my po- any time I I write something, like I'll put pictures or whatever, you know, normal shit. Here is my fruit or whatever the fuck, or, you know, I don't give a fuck. But when I write things, when when the inside of my brain is exposed on the social medias of the world, I sort of do it like I guess the way you describe Dungeons and Dragons. There's a loose narrative. And whatever I write next influences what comes after that. And it usually doesn't have anything to fucking do with my real life. Like, I don't care. I don't... My life is private. I don't talk about me, really, to anybody. Nobody knows what the inner workings of my universe are. But I like the characters that I make. And having a character on social media, because... Even if, even the people who are like, no, we fucking, we're totally honest on social. Shut the fuck up. You do not show yourself that time you were crying because your boyfriend fucking dumped you for a chick that was like ten times hotter than you. Like that shit doesn't make it on fucking social media. You play it off like, oh I'm a bad bitch. I'm gonna just go find me someone else. You know, everybody has that fucking character except I come. I don't know. Have, you,
0: have, you seen, have you seen some of those social media posts where they where the person is crying and they're like looking for attention? That shit's oh my pretty, God. pretty cringy.
2: Yes. Or and the one I've been coming not only do I come across that shit you just said a lot, and that's fucking hilarious. Because it's just for people to be like, Oh no, it's gonna be fine, or you're gonna roll, you know, all the attention. But the other one and i don't get this one but it's also for a tent but i don't know what audience it's aimed at it's people just eating just eating and i don't know what fucking what what audience joe and some of these accounts have absurd number where i'm talking like hundreds of thousands of people just fucking t- some of these people got millions fucking t- on like t- the
0: on just like people like on just like plates of food and stuff like that do not even plates of food a
2: person literally eating what's on the plate of food we don't even see the plate we just see the person eating the food that is so like i'm blown dude i might just start following a shit ton of them because i'm just blown the fuck away by what the... con? I'm so confused about it, but it's so intriguing. It's like, I don't even know what's happening here. I don't know what audience you manage. to. how the fuck is your audience so big? There'll be, like, like uh, 10,000 posts you've made, and not one of them doesn't have you eating. They're all you just eating. And you're vague about what you're even eating. We just see a fork come up, going to your mouth, and you're just chewing in front of the fucking camera.
0: How that sounds fascinating. I'd love to follow that. Dude, Why? Please tell 10, 000, me. Ten thousand, ten. Well, one, ten thousand posts, bro. Holy shit! I don't dedication. even look. They're probably eating the same
2: meal on the next fucking video, dude. It's not even that they're going that's through like, a shit ton of food. They're just probably two or three bites, chew it until the fucking video runs out, and then fucking start again on the next one. I love that.
0: But, I would, I would, hundred percent follow that shit.
2: That'd why? be fascinating. Oh man, the, see, I'll give you that. It's super fascinating because I don't even know what it is that's fascinating about it. I just know that I'm like. I think it's a combination of what's happening and the fact that so many
0: people are already into it somehow. I think that's really what catches me. It's it's a thing. Yeah. It's weird. I would love to to record myself eating. Go for it, I just think about it. It'd be funny. Like I'm like, oh, that'd be like a good gag. I like doing live action videos, too. It's like a big, big thing I like doing. Oh, do you have a channel for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like, kind of just trying to build my YouTube game up, my social media game up just to see if I could get some, like a fan base going, like trying to take it a little more seriously this year, I think.
2: Hell yeah, dude. That like, is, what I will tell you is that is key, dude. Shoot everywhere you possibly can. Like, if you don't like Twitter, link it to your fucking Instagram. If you got fucking, you're not a Pinterest guy, fucking link that to your YouTube or whatever. You know, just kind of throw everything you would never touch yourself onto something else just so that you have it generating content and you can build
0: fan bases in places you never even knew that would work. Yeah, and I'm trying to, I have like one, I have like one friend who, who lives in New York is super fucking big on Instagram or whatever. And it's just, he just says it's all about like consistency and it's just like, you got it. It's just, you have to like, keep just feeding people shit. You can't like have days off and stuff. It's like you have to have like a certain amount of week of like, oh, I'm gonna like definitely upload twice a week or something. Like you have to have that schedule yeah, going. You have and to, stuff. to. Sadly, and, you got to treat uh, it like work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like work that you enjoy, then hopefully you know. Yeah, it, it gets a, with look. It gets a little
2: bit grindy. It will get a little bit grindy. There's no no escaping that. But let's go back to our capitalistic conversation of earlier. You grind. You get the money, people hate you cause you have the money, but then you don't have to grind anymore because you have the fucking money. Now just do whatever the fuck you want. That's ultimately the goal.
0: Yeah, my goal is definitely uh if I ever was able to sustain stuff off my own videos and stuff and like I got money from that, I would just pay other people to make my ideas. A hundred percent. I'd pay I'd pay other animators stuff, give them work, and I would never I, I would I wouldn't animate. I'd probably I'd probably do like character design stuff, but I'd be like, yo, I need this video, I need that video. Here's some money. But a bing. But a boom.
2: Ooh, that's weird. Because I think I would aim. See, ooh, I like. I like your angle. It's so vastly different from mine. Because I think I don't trust people enough for that. I hundred percent, a hundred percent believe I would one probably just keep grinding forever. Because what the fuck else am I gonna do? Just fucking give up and die? I, I, I'm probably gonna grind forever. But I don't think I'll outsource the work. I think. All the excess money will just go to marketing so that more eyes can get it so that I generate more money quicker so that then I could keep doing the thing to then generate more money and give it to more marketers so that more people can see it and kind of create a little loop like that so that I don't have to ever stop doing the thing. But my content, the same, the same shit that got me the money in the first place just gets me more money and I can just keep doing that.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just, I I, I know there's a lot of really fucking talented people, and if I'm able to, like, pay them, that's, like, the biggest thing. It's just, you gotta just pay people what they deserve and stuff, and if I'm able to, like, actually do that and, like, work with somebody and be like, I have this vision, I'm not really good at this, so it'd be dope if you could do this, like, compositors, all sorts of stuff like that. There's just so many little aspects of animation and just creating a video that, like, maybe somebody just gets, it's just, like, in their, in their blood, and then you can just hire them and be like, yo need you to help me with this but it's always my idea yeah sure. like i still, still like to do all the voice acting and all the things that i really really love like i love voice acting probably my favorite process of it all Ooh, have you ever done
2: uh, voice acting in like a uh, cartoon that isn't of your own design or anything like a popular work of
0: anything no no Mm-mm. why no, not get into got... it
2: dude you have all the work all the equipment go fucking jump in if you love it dude
0: Yeah, it's just – it kind of goes down to the selfishness of just like I don't really know if I want my voice to be on that. Like I'm kind of whoring my voice to myself in a way. I'm like – because I've had people ask if, like, I could do a voice and stuff on it, but I don't know.
2: I, I, By the way, I, I, just, I will I, say, I, I, I the voices you put on your... Dude, it's its you on all of them, because you got some pretty dope accents. You change your voice kind of often, if it is you all yeah, the time.
0: Yeah, It's always me.
2: Oh, dude. Bravo. Like, I applaud. I had no fucking idea. I knew the art was you. I knew the writing was you. Like, I had that inkling, but I had no idea you weren't bringing anybody in for the voices. I'll give that to you. You got some pretty impressive... Like differentiations between all your characters, they are notably yeah. different.
0: Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. It's a, it's really fun. It's fun. It's a, it's a really weird. I don't know. I hesitate to call it a gift, but it's a weird thing that I really. It just kind of came naturally to me. I know a lot of people who like do t- like tutorials and shit like that to like build up their stuff, and I don't know, just, just kind of listen and you imitate. That's fuck. Just how I, Why don't you how just try to do it?
2: Just hoard your voice out to the world. Isn't money... Fuck it, dude. Money is the goal. Money is the goal, bro. Pour your voice out. Get crazy paid. Because look, ultimately, it doesn't matter what happens. We don't even think of it in this way. But the ultimate goal is really own your own company. Even if you're like, you know, it's me just doing my work and occasionally I pay people. But... But that's just how company works. You just have the fucking guy on top who makes all the decisions and then a bunch of people under it. And then eventually you have so many people under you, You, the people who were closest to you originally, now they're the ones who you tell, okay, I trust you enough in what you do that I need you to find other people to go help you on the thing that you told me you don't have the time to do. And then you too. And then before you know it, you're fucking CEO with middle management and they got fucking staff. That's just how it works. So your ultimate goal is... You know, if I don't know how to do this art piece, or uh, I don't know how to do that trick in art, or I fucking don't understand this thing, I'm gonna pay somebody to do it. That's a f- that's how fucking company works. And in order to get to the company and be able to pay the people to do the things you want to do in the first place, you need the money. And if it's taking too long to generate, fucking whore your voice out, bro. Sell your voice to fucking everybody. Who the fuck cares? Because it's not leaving your work, and that's what matters.
0: Oh, I totally would. If they paid me, I totally would. I wouldn't give a fuck what it was. I would do a Scientology commercial. I'd do fucking anything. Oh, you fucked up. I'm not not even cutting that out,
2: bro. Wait till Scientology contacts you tomorrow. Holy shit. I hope. Wouldn't that be crazy? Dude, 100%. Because Scientology wants their reach to be everywhere, of course. They're going to hit your cartoon up and be like, hey, can you make some Scientology cartoons? No, they probably wouldn't wouldn't like that. They probably wouldn't like that one. Do they? Like, man, what is that? Scientology is weird. They're kind of mad at random shit, aren't they?
0: I mean, yeah, I guess I think all pretty much all religious things are just kind of mad at something
2: because the they don't want to they, they want to be wrong. Nobody wants to be wrong. Nobody wants to be wrong. But how the fuck does anybody swear they're right? That's like, OK, fair enough. You don't want to be wrong. I get it. I get it. But why do you think you're already right? That's that's the fucking part. I don't understand. Wait, like aim at whatever it is that confirmed anything to you. But I guess i all oh, fucking. Ugh. ugh because it's like when we think about it let's be real religion is a popularity contest my god is better than your god my god knows more than your god my god is more god than your god but then it's like isn't politics the same as shit so is is politics religion It's like uh, follow that guy his ideas and beliefs are ideas and beliefs i stand behind no his ideas and beliefs are evil he's a monster but his ideas and beliefs are great and he stands for justice it's like okay so basically if you're a republican trump is god if you're a democrat he's the devil and I guess the other way would work for, like, fucking Obama or some shit. But then we look at the same shit with, like, God. So you're saying that the politics of the devil aren't nice. Because he thinks, hey, we should all be able to pull ourselves by our bootstraps and do what we want. So is Lucifer a Republican? And does that mean Jehovah is the Democrat? Because he's like, you know, everybody come together. Look the other cheek. We must love everybody. I'm so confused by all of it. Somehow that relates yeah. to art. heart. I'm not sure how, but whatever. <laughs> You'd be a good public speaker. Have you ever thought about being a public speaker? Oh, dude, I used to be in the debate team and I hated everybody there because they're all dumb dipshits who I hate when somebody has to follow a format to have a conversation because even if you're a great public speaker, like your thoughts aren't original. And that is the problem I have with public speaking. Somebody's going to stand up there with a piece of paper and be like, hey, this is what, like, I understand organizing your thoughts. Fair enough. Make sure your thoughts are clear. Make sure your thoughts are concise. Go in front of a mirror and fucking talk a couple of times. Make sure you've refined the edges of it. But then you go up there and sound like a robot. Convey, and, And this is what I think about this and that. And this is why, the like, bro where's the soul in what the fuck you're talking about because i don't listen to robots you've bored the shit out of me
0: <laughs> i don't listen to robots you bored the shit out of me.
2: yeah dude i totally quit on public speaking right at the beginning i was like nah because then i'm gonna be surrounded by douches that sound like that all the time my what the, how horrible would that be if my so, look at how dude look at my level of energy bro how much would it suck to be surrounded by public speakers that are all robotic and politically correct because they have to impress a fucking audience? Fuck that. If anything, public speaking to me looks like being a stand-up comedian, and I'm
0: not even that fucking funny, so that's out the window. I don't know. I Whenever—I had some buddies that did that in high school or, like, junior high or whatever the fuck that was, but I just I, I just have never been good at arguing with people, that's kind of what it was. It's just kind of like knowing the— using your evidence to like argue and stuff and i just i've never been good at arguing with people yeah you're a bit of an introvert aren't you i guess i don't know
2: that response answers itself yeah i guess yeah
0: yeah it's not the wrong way i guess i I, I guess i just don't i I just don't care enough about a lot of things like i mean I'll, i'll i'll debate with people about like i don't know music or something that i'm passionate about but a lot of that stuff it's just it's like it's kind of like case by case like don't they in the debate for, for the debate thing don't they give you like a subject right that's what I or fucking something hate, like that bro, I hate that shit so much like why can't we
2: just have loot if you yeah they totally do if you stray off topic dude they'll bring you right back in but it's like where the fuck is the net aren't we this the fuck are we debating don't I need anything to debate just as long as it comes back to the point I can just bring it back when I get to my point but no stay on topic the fuck do you know where the fuck this is leading if you don't let it finish
0: yeah, the it's it's like a bunch of like 16-year-old lawyers basically. Yeah. Like,
2: oh, bro, he you keeps deflecting.
0: He keeps deflecting. And I'm, yeah, I don't know. When I, I I like my friend would tell me about it and I would just be like, I don't know how like why you would subject yourself to that fucking torture.
2: Yeah, dude, sounds terrible.
0: That. But you know,
2: I, I will say that it, as a person who was doing that for a annoying amount of time, I I have the ability to argue about seemingly anything i'll have a conversation again like i said we come in we sit and we just wait until natural conversation happens because i can talk about anything i can aim anything in any direction i don't like you i don't care about any of the things you've heard me talk about i don't give a fuck about anything i don't care about anybody's opinion i don't i don't give a shit it's conversation it's just conversation and that's always the goal you know like somebody sits down and talks about i like aiming it towards politics because i like hearing people's kind of input on that and i love your input particularly because i've had people go down rabbit holes just by be bringing it up you genuinely don't give a fuck i love that i love how little you give a shit about it because honestly who gives a fuck like i'll point a finger at this asshole point a finger at that asshole and be like oh but they're doing this this and that Look, he's just louder, but he's doing the same shit this other motherfucker was doing behind closed doors, you know? Nothing fucking changed. So it doesn't, it yeah, doesn't matter.
0: I don't know. I don't want to come up with some, uh, <laughs> like, I just don't care about anything. It, it, it's just mostly just like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I care about things. It's just politics and stuff like that. It's just one things where I'm just like, yeah, it's, one, I'm, just so, I'm so ignorant when it comes to it. Like, I just don't know all the things and people tell you. All these different facts and statistics and everything, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. They don't fucking know. Or,
2: <laughs> they don't fucking you know. know. They're, they were told those facts by somebody else. They don't even worry about it. They're pretending they know what the fuck they're talking about. Everybody is. Nobody knows what the fuck politics is. They're just like, but he did. He said this thing that's not presidential. Okay, break it down to me, smart ass. What's presidential? You know, it's easy to just fucking destroy all those arguments. Nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. You are not alone. You're just more honest in saying. You don't fucking know because none of us fucking know. We'll never know because it's so nuanced. There's so many little fucking intricate things. You're like, oh, but it's right for people like, you know, Democrats, we're about unity, right? No, you're about giving the power to the fucking government. Unity has nothing to do with it. Like, people have no idea about those little intricate fucking little details. So they just, you're surrounded by people who give you information that they were given by some other asshole who was given that information by some other asshole and none of them know where it came from. So don't worry, nobody knows. We'll never know.
0: Yeah, no one. No one, no one knows.
2: Nobody knows. We're gonna die not no, knowing.
0: No one knows. We live within some sort of but,
2: uh, caged system where everybody else is running the show and we're just in here fucking caged monkeys pretending we have an idea what's going on. Do the best we can to survive. That's why I say, how, uh,
0: make some shit how often do you upload your podcast do you try to do uh do, do you try to like do a schedule or is it just kind of like whenever you can no nah, it's one every week one every week that's cool yeah every single saturday one
2: went up today i don't even remember what the fuck which one it is something went up today about something i'm sure it's probably a conversation it was probably just conversation on some shit that probably spiraled out of control I have no idea.
0: You, uh, I saw, yeah, the conspiracy people and stuff, whatever. Do you ever get any heated guests? Oh, man, I wouldn't love to. anybody ever just get a little, a little heated? I had a, uh, a friend of
2: mine who is very, I guess, passionate about his own emotions, and I guess that's a, because, look, I really, like, if you go through that, you'll you'll notice I really don't give a fuck. Like, one episode, I'll be like, fuck it, yeah, politics on the next one. I'll be like, eh, fuck politics, but space, oh my god, space, yes. Like, I don't really, I land wherever the fuck whoever's talking is at. And uh I had one friend of mine. He's a skater, but he's a, a bit of an emotional disaster, I would say. Shout out to Ishmael. A little bit of an emotional disaster. And he, uh, he was getting re- we were just- now, in in the middle of an episode, we decided we're going to tell a story. We're going to tell a story because, you know, we were getting bored. So we were like, we're going to have a little bit of fun. And we're going to have a scenario happen. And then we start talking about zombies and surviving the zombie apocalypse. Tell me how the fuck this guy starts arguing about a fictional scenario. Like, dude, I made the rules of... He's like, zombies don't work that way. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? Dude, There's zombies. zombies. They're, they're not real. They work however the fuck we decided they work. But he was... That's the only passionate argument I've had here. And he was dead set on zombies work this way and not that way. And I'm like, what the fuck are you? Do- We're- aim at the zombie that is your fucking example, bro, because I haven't seen him. So that's as close as we've gotten to that. I wish somebody would come and argue me here. There was a dude called Tom Gully. Shout out to Tom Gully. Who was uh kind of trolling on the internet and I invited him to the show because he wanted to talk all this shit on the internet. He was he was down to Facebook shit talk, but I'm like, hey, do it on the radio where we can all be heard. And faded into the background, sadly. I was so excited, I thought he was gonna come on and shit. He was talking all this crap. I was like, yes, it's gonna be so good. Like I love it, dude. He was gonna end up realizing I don't care. But he never came on and he probably thinks I hate him that's cool i don't no. hate you tom gully i don't i I don't care enough for tom yeah i know like he you're probably cool dude tom like whatever dude hit me up tom shout out to tom gully he has a show it's a tom gully show it was a different podcast or some shit i don't know what you do i'm sorry tom gully i didn't mean to hurt your feelings bro but nah i wish somebody would, cause you want to argue let's argue right now you got anything,
0: <laughs> you got anything to argue about <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not a good person to argue with. I just, I, I, I just feel like I would be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'd probably, yeah, uh, probably.
2: Well, there it is. That's what it know. was. The episode that went up today was about stellar Darwinism. We were actually talking about space, about how uh, star systems and shit have a sort of consistency that looks like uh, I guess, like creatures on our own planet. I would say, like, we're like we're the only intelligent life. But who the fuck says clouds are not intelligent? Just because we don't fucking register how they're smart.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, some, uh, that's some space talk. That's some, space, that's some deep space talk. That, yeah, dude. Because it gets real just, that, weird.
2: Because that... we, we really break it down to, let's say, that everything has sort of a cycle on life, right? Like, we say Earth has trees, and the trees are the sort of skin of the fucking planet, and it breathes through that. It's literal sheet of life surrounding the entire planet. And what does that make us? We're like a fucking cancer. All we do is start breaking down the trees, consuming, making it all black. If we look from space, the natural areas are green, and everywhere humans have hit is all gray and shit. So we got like a weird cancerous looking thing going on. And I was just thinking like, if a particle becomes a solid matter, then, you know, gathers a bunch of matter, goes through being a meteor, a rock, an asteroid, becomes a moon, becomes a planet, the planet gets too dense, then it becomes a star, when it becomes a star, it hits the right peak of life, explodes, and becomes a nebula, and makes a bunch of stars, then all those stars collectively make a fucking galaxy. What the fuck is your goal? Where are you aiming to go? Because now you're too big for us to comprehend, then it breaks down, and then doesn't make any fucking sense to us. But it's mainly because we're idiots. We're stupid humans who think everybody must look like us to be intelligent.
0: The uh this has nothing to do with what you just said, I just kind of had this thought. <laughs> Go for have it. Have you seen the have you seen the uh the new Aladdin trailer? There's the fucking Aladdin trailer? Yeah, there's like a real life Aladdin movie coming out. Oh god. Will Smith you is think the it... genie. Oh my god,
2: I saw something like that. <gasps> I thought that was a fucking joke though.
0: That's real? No, no, is it it's it's real. Oh yeah. Is it by Netflix? It's real. It'll probably, it'll have, like, a, a theater release. I was just thinking about that. Just thinking about that abortion of a movie idea. They just keep taking all these old cartoons and just making them live action. But you know what's going to be the f- beast. funny, dude? You know what's, oh, wait. Okay, fuck fuck. what I was about to say.
2: You just blew my mind by saying Beauty and the Beast. Because one thing that happened, and it happened kind of, let's say, the 2010s to about the 2015 era. For whatever fucking reason, a shit ton of Disney movies and a bunch of like fairy tale movies, the gritty version of them was made. They were all turned into like action flicks and horror flicks, and they were actually pretty good. Don't get me wrong. But back to Will Smith. Which one was which? Which one was good? I think the there was one uh, the the Red, Little Red Riding Hood where there was like fucking. Horror in the woods or whatever the fuck that was so good and then there was the horror beanstalk one that they kinda obviously we know what the fuck is in over the clouds or whatever the fuck, but they didn't show it, so it was like a real good build-up for anybody who lived under rock all eternity and then came out to fucking discover, oh my god, there's a fucking giant up there. Like no shit, there's a giant up there, but the build-up was real good to some of these. So basically the ones that became horror. Somehow did it well. The ones that were just like we're just going to make live action versions of these and keep it child,
0: nah, nah, that's probably not a good idea. But yeah, they all just star. I feel like they all just star. What's her name? What's the tw- Twilight chick's Oh name? my, Kristen. Yep, Kristen Stewart. Yep, I or a rip her off of her. And a chick that played the girl in Harry Potter. God damn, I can't, I can't remember her names. Emma Stone. For shit. No, Emma Stone's a different. Emma Watson. Yeah, I feel like it's or Emma Watson. Whatever the Emma. Yeah, I feel like it's both of those. One of the Emmas. they they, they're edgy you have Kristen stewart on screen playing i don't think she's ever actually acted before dude i don't life. think she has expressions other
2: than that like there's, there's just like a fun there's a phenomenon in the instagram world you ever seen that like selfie where they do that like sl- slightly open mouth like a mildly retarded look thing they do yeah um, yeah okay Kristen stewart exists with that fucking look on her face it's that like, hey, I'm probably slow, but I make up for it by having my mouth slightly open and every shot in every camera angle I'm in is always top down from like my left side. All she's like a she walking selfie. Cheek,
0: she has the she has the cheekbone structure of a 1940s Polish boxer. She has like the sharpest chin I've ever seen. Like it's like a fucking dagger. Oh my God, I've never even she thought She has these that. baggy, sleepy eyes. Constantly tired. Okay, constantly like you've hit it
2: on the nose the hardest, and I don't under. Now I've 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 debated this countless times. I don't know what the fuck is. You are in a movie. That means there's an entire fucking makeup team. There's an entire makeup team that ignored the fucking lack of sleep you're clearly getting, and it's like in every one of your mo bitch. You need to go to a doctor or something. You need to get your like it shit together.
0: To her look right
2: I mean, it's it's kind of like a trendy look you think it's like i'm I'm probably a rocker I so. because I look like I haven't slept in ten weeks
0: like I'm not gonna go on I'm not gonna lie and say that she's like not a conventionally like attractive person or whatever but i don't know it's just like weird stuff like that it's just, it just adds to her acting like she just I'm always looks like she also not gonna lie upon a, upon a movie set one day and then she just is just like, eh, eh, eh. like i'm what's, what's also my not gonna lie and she's i'm gonna, gonna like say peckishly... she's definitely not conventionally attractive
2: Dude, you don't think so bro i don't i don't know why i don't find it she's got like a real blah look to her like I don't know. chris and stewart i don't I, hate I mean, you
0: I, I, she, yeah she's she's not like the top of like beauty and stuff but i feel like she could look a lot more beat if she wanted to
2: yeah she could definitely look a lot better oh my god i'm looking at it right now this is oh my god okay let me stop looking in that direction dude i don't i don't see what you see we see a completely different person like she's probably beautiful on the inside or if she is on the inside the way she looks on the outside she's probably super dead but you know who she makes it like what the what the fuck is margot robbie I think that's the ideal of what a woman should look like at the moment. You know, fucking, fucking movies, the typical blonde chick. I'm not saying, oh, women should look like Margot. All the hate is going to come in. Jesus Christ. That line is just an say, explosion. That's, that's, a, that's a bold statement. That's buddy. a bold statement, for sure, dude. The hate yeah, is coming a, in. I don't mean like, a, oh, women should look like her. But thing. I'm saying like that. That Every I'm a princess in a movie bullshit. Robbie. <laughs>
0: yeah, but she has that like, I'm, I'm a Disney princess. Margot gross, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. anybody who doesn't look like margot robbie you're disgusting but nah like i feel she has that uh she has that disney look she's got she looks like she slept well is what i'm trying to say she looks like she slept well before going into the studio that fresh kind of like i just woke up i got my my nine hours in or whatever and then the makeup crew didn't forget me that kind of line of events it looks like she has that line of
0: events Do you like Margot Robbie, who's, like, an actress? Do you like her stuff? I like how
2: she represents certain things. I don't necessarily like all her work. For example, her Harley Quinn, like, there was no saving that movie, period. But even if her lines were the most garbage fucking lines I've ever heard, she sold that really well. Like, she still felt like Harley, even if she didn't fucking sound like Harley. And then we have something like The Wolf of Wall Street. She wasn't by any means amazing. She wasn't by any means memorable in the movie. She was probably garbage in the movie, but she didn't really come off as garbage in the movie. She didn't damage but she, it.
0: But she, but she got naked, and every guy said, You know, I really liked Margot Robbie in the Wolf of Wall Street. Wait, she got naked in that movie? No, she fucking she got didn't. Fully, fully naked in Wolf of <gasps> Wall Street. Lies!
2: No lies. Wait, no, dude, I saw this movie. No, dude, that's I why saw this. Every,
0: that's why every guy's like, oh, yeah, Margot Robbie, oh, yeah, she's yeah, good actress. Hmm. Like, I guess I got to go watch <laughs> The Wolf of Wall Street Which she is. Together. She's in this really good ice skating movie, actually, called I, Tonya. It's on Hulu. I'd recommend it. It's very, very good. Here's Tana the Har- thing. Tonya
2: Harding. After she was uh, Harley, man, I'm done watching. I'm done watching. Now, you just go do a Disney movie so that you can replace Kristen, the not Disney character. But that's about it. And I still won't watch those movies. I'll just be like, yeah, she's probably saving the movies now, but uh, I'm not going to go watch it. You were hardly, You were in... You chose... You were like, yeah, this is a good role. Your judgment went out the window. I no longer care. Actually, anybody who was in that movie, you're out the window. I no longer care.
1: You're Will Smith?
2: Except... Okay, here's here's where I'm. we derailed far the fuck out. Back to Will Smith. He saved... Or not saved. That was still garbage movie. But his character didn't come off garbage in that movie. Will Smith has this sort of ability to make even if the fucking ship is sinking, he still looks like a shining star somehow, you know? And that blows uh, my mind.
0: You disagree? Oh yeah, I think Will Smith is fucking trash. Really? I think oh Will my Smith is, god. Oh yeah. Most fucking like lifeless fucking corpse of an actor on screen at all times oh, especially oh when he's god. with his son holy oh dude no him. i agree holy. with that
2: i agree with that 100 percent. except um which one was it it was uh, the one where he was crying in the bathroom floor in the fucking what is it the search for happy the pursuit of happiness oh my god was that movie depressing but here's the thing my taste in movies sucks anyways because i don't like movies
0: you know, well, and it's just it's, it's all just people's preferences. Like, I mean, there's no there's no way that somebody could <laughs> just be like, I hate this movie. Like, this movie's is terrible. And th- but then somebody could just like it. Like, it's just all subjective. Like, I mean, you know, it's just an opinion. Yeah. But yeah, I, whenever I, I saw Will Smith as the genie and. No, I. I laughed pretty hard. I had a good <laughs> chuckle, dude. And then yes, I, I just I... thought. And then and then the next thing that I saw about it was like people talking about how hot Jafar is and how good it is that he's hot. And I'm like, isn't Jafar is supposed Jafar? to be like an 87 year old like pedophile man that's trying to like become like a god or something like that? Wait, who the and fuck is he's Jafar? To be like a six foot <laughs> two, like sculpted, 32 year old man.
2: Oh my like, god, look him it doesn't up. Doesn't make What's...
0: any sense. Dude, who's Ruins acting him the in the movie? live action. Oh my god, Tommy.
2: <gasps> oh. Oh, who the fuck? Oh, well, I guess I get that's supposed to be Jafar, so they like downgraded his
0: age or they're going to pretend he's an old guy. I think that they just like have like rewritten him as like a hot young guy who's supposed to stop hot Aladdin. So it's and... <laughs> it's basically a Hollywood movie for sure. And then Will Smith's just going to be like, "Ha." Uh-huh. <laughs> <got three> wishes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he is. He's going to
2: be there. like,
0: there.
2: "You got 3 wishes." <laughs> How you gonna? How you gonna get these two witches? Uh-huh. And then he's gonna disappear. Uh-huh, man,
0: man, I'm. Uh-huh, man, you want to wish for that? All right, I bet you anything. He makes fun of one of, like, one or two of the wishes in the movie. He's like, huh, "Is that? Are you sure?" Uh-huh. And he does that same Will Smith laugh he does in every role. You know, he's totally That's gonna try laugh. to. uh,
2: He's gonna try to. What the fuck was the first? The the dude who was the original fucking. God damn it, dude! This episode's gonna Pop get Williams. so much hate. There you go, Robin Williams.
0: <laughs> oh, damn. With, uh, yeah, he, I, don't, I don't, I don't, know how the fuck they could. What they should have done, which I don't know why they didn't do, is just like take, like that's the time where like I think CGI is could be like interesting is if they like did a blue rendition of like a thing, so you could still keep in the wacky genie stuff. Now you're just gonna have Will Smith probably transform into a fucking into like a camel, and he's gonna be like, "Ha, huh, yeah, Hop on <laughs> my back," and you're gonna be like, "Oh God, get me out of this fucking horror show that is." aladdin oh dude because even the I, I didn't see the live action beauty and the beast because i just i, I could tell it was just gonna it. be i just would not vibe with that movie yeah I and now and now the beast was like hot he was like a hot furry guy oh my god he's what not is even he? a beast he's just sweet
2: man fucking beauty and the beast man i i don't even under what the fuck is wrong with hollywood The last 10 years has just been a spam of reboots and fucking nostalgia fests. Everything is like, well, this shit existed 10 years ago. Let's do it again. Like, fuck, do something. Where are the original fucking ideas? Just make everything hot. That's that's the aim here. Grab shit from the past and make it hot. And then people are going to love it. It's because Instagram.
0: uh, 12-year-olds dictate the market. Fuck, bro. 12- 12 12-year-olds dictate the market, because I still think about stuff that I liked when I was 12 that was just fucking hot garbage, and I was like, this is amazing, and then people would be like, it's actually bad, and I'm like, no, it's amazing. And then amazing. you go it's back, just, watch it, and bad. regret your life. Yeah, yeah, like, I remember I liked Star Wars Episode Three when I was younger, and it's like, I appreciate it now for, like, the cheese value of it, like, I, I laugh pretty hard, but I thought it was, like, legitimately, like, just fucking amazing back in the day. I'm and about really, it's to just blow
2: your mind. I mean, this episode's already worst. just packed with shit that's gonna get me hella hate. But let me pile on top of that hate by making two really probably the boldest statements I'll ever make in front of a microphone. Statement one, I think the Star Wars movies are fucking garbage. All of them. All of them. Not a single one do I like. They're all garbage. I've seen all of them, but they're all garbage. I dislike all of them. Second, extremely bold. This is this is the, the cherry on top of that. Which is, the only actor I believe is worth a fucking cent throughout any of these fucking movies. And we're saying Samuel L. Jackson willingly put himself in one of these garbage ass movies and I still don't think he could save it. The only fucking character worth shit to me in any of these garbage fucking... It's it's, it's not a fucking space opera. There's no fucking singing, bro. It's just a fucking inaccurate, un- lack of understanding about how physics works, garbage-ass fucking fantasy movie. It's a fantasy movie. There's no fucking... Get the fuck out of here. But it's the guy who played Anakin. That's the only guy uh, I feel in, is worth in, anything. In, uh, in the prequels or whatever? Yes. The only the only fucking thing I like about any of that
0: mountain oh, of you shit. Oh, like, you liked him?
2: <laughs> yes, that was it. That's the only guy I'm like, yeah. Uh, I-, I like what he's doing.
0: Man, that guy...
2: <laughs> but see he's like the male Christian stewart
0: <laughs> like he's in a way yeah he just has no emotion in his face and that's and that's like one of the jokes that i have in that star wars cartoon i did was that he's like no he must stand trial <laughs> and there's like a teleprompter on the floor because <laughs> he's just like he's just like no they must stand trial. Like he's just like so fucking lifeless the entire movie. Yes. Movie's... Oh god. I'm gonna so make good. another Star Wars cartoon with him in it because this how Star Wars the third one ends is just so funny. Dude, God, oh, I love so how the third one ends.
2: Dude, I don't even understand. So Dude, I don't care how anybody liked any of that. I don't like people like the original ones. I don't like how people like the new ones. I don't like how people like the prequels. I don't. I like I don't see the how universe
0: today. I don't see how people today's age will look at the old ones and still say that they're good back in the day the movie did a lot of amazing things for like special effects industry and stuff and like it did a lot of things that had never done, been done before so i understand the people being fascinated with that with like oh my god did you see that movie it was insane but it's like the most limited universe everything like there's just there's like there's really just not a lot you can do in it and i mean it just follows it's it's, it's a spaghetti western movie but it's <laughs> kind just, of yeah it's,
2: Man, so that's just—I mean, that's
0: what Star Wars is, and it's just—you uh, know—they have all these different things, but really, you can have all these different planets, but really, all it is is just the re- like the rebels, and then the the empire or whatever. Like, it, like it's just—it's a very small universe. Yeah, it's kind of it's weird, super it's narrow. Like it's, it's pretty weird how can, how really not a lot can happen. And in look, those movies. I'll, I'll say that the the,
2: the uh... What what the hell is this the creator of this called? Freaking the George Lucas's of the world. This guy does a great job of distorting scale heavily, heavily, heavily. Because let's let's really let's destroy this universe for the nerds very quickly. They have charted and discovered most of what exists within this galaxy far, far away or whatever. And you know, they different corners of the galaxy. They're traveling all the time. People are not really considering that this galaxy is probably the smallest galaxy in all of the universe because it has, like, what, 50 planets? What the fuck is going on in this galaxy? Is it a galaxy or are you talking about one solar system? Is that really what's happening here? There's just, like, one star and people are like, do they? I feel like, man, it's not a galaxy. It's just, like, a random solar system probably around the corner that just has a shit ton of planets. They're not really going that far. There's not a bunch of shit. Like, everybody knows every planet that anybody could have possibly come from at any given moment. You go to any other planet, you're going to see the same fucking creatures. Well, this planet is of this creatures, but all all the visitors in the bars and shit look like every other bar in every other planet. Once there's a collective population, it doesn't matter what planet that collective population is in. It looks the fucking same. All the people in there. Look at this. Fo- oh, is from that planet. It's from that. There's like 50 planets. We're talking about like two solar systems. Really? It's not a galaxy far, far away. It's probably the fucking Milky Way. We're probably talking about Alpha Centauri or some shit that just has mad fucking planets around it. And we're like, yeah, all these different variations. It's a giant galaxy. You colonized the whole fucking galaxy and somehow you don't have the power to stop a couple of douchebags with laser rifles that's the biggest plot hole i have ever seen in fucking anything you colonized the goddamn galaxy and some dickwads with some media you got a fucking freighter with hundreds of millions of ships in each one you got millions of freight fucking so entire billions of soldiers. It took, like, fucking three leaders and a couple of fucking wizards that have, like, a weird religion where they, like, worship Satan and get magic abilities or whatever the fuck they're doing. Like, I don't want... Man, the holes in that... but. But then even the science doesn't work, because it's like, what the fuck is the force, and how is your fucking spaceship working, and what the fuck, what, what's the distance we're talking about here? You can just hit a button, disappear on that, and pop up the fuck over there, and somehow somebody flying can still reach that same place, so you weren't really going warp speed. You're telling me you just blinked a short distance and some other asshole flew that same distance and maybe two hours longer. Get the fuck out of here. You're talking about a solar system, bro this ain't a galaxy talking about a galaxy far maybe it's in a galaxy far far away we're talking like a star in a galaxy far far away we're not talking like you colonize a fucking galaxy everybody in that story doesn't know what a galaxy is or they call a star system a galaxy one or the other because fuck that that was me ranting about how rational that shit is fuck man fuck those guys Fuck those guys for days. Man, man,
0: fuck those guys for being dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Word up. But nah, I understand how people like it. Shit happens. All right, broski, before we get the fuck out of here, tell everybody what it is you do, where it is they can find
0: you, how they can stalk you. Oh, how they can stalk me. Uh, You can find the majority of my shit on Instagram. I'm at Meat Canyon, same as on YouTube. I don't know if you like cartoons and shit, stop by, say hello type deal. Yeah. I try to post new cartoons, like, every... I try to do every month. Like, I try to bust them out as quick as I can.
2: Cool, cool. Yeah. You got any uh, future plans? Anything interesting people should know about?
0: Uh, just writing scripts right now. Nothing really. Honestly, just kind of <laughs> living life, writing writing scripts for TV. And hopefully, you know, I'll blow up and I'll get... All my old fans will will leave because I sold out and all my new fans will will like me so who knows and make you rich bro look look fuck the old fans once you're rich there's hey, exactly i'm selling. i'm telling you check in hand yo dude a hundred percent everybody off the <laughs> ultimate goal
2: I'm is peacing out you're gonna get a whole bunch of people that are gonna make you rich because let's be real once we're rich, immediately forget about where you came from, because fuck all those people. Chances are, as creators, who supports you the least? The people directly around you, so fuck those people. Get the fuck out of where the fuck you came from, because those are the people who ignored you the most. The people who are like, yeah, man, I'll I'll watch your cartoon. Yeah, man, I'll support you when you do your thing, and then you're like, hey, man, I did my thing, and they're like, yeah, I'll get to it. It's like, okay, yeah, great, I guess. I, uh...
0: And I don't know, I'm just whenever I do make it, I'm just going to get all these plastic surgeries that are just going to change my appearance. I'm going to, like, get new teeth. I'm going to get I'm just going to change myself completely. I'm going to be a completely new new man. Yeah, dude, just get a implants
2: to look like the dude who plays uh, uh, Aquaman. That other fucking sellout. Just get tit implants that look like him, you know, get, get tit implants in the abdominal area to have like a, like a real defined six pack that's just made of jelly and like silicone and shit, but whatever, nobody knows,
0: nobody's touching you to fucking tell that it's
2: just all fabrications. Those yeah, I have to, I
0: have to push people back if they get too close. I don't want anybody knowing. Bodyguards, like, you're going to be rich, me. bro.
2: You're going to be rich. Nobody can get within like 20 feet distance. You're like, you're too important. You're You're rich now, you
0: know? i'm gonna just have a plastic surgery just to i'm gonna turn into a black seth rogan that's exactly what i'm gonna tell the doctor and i'm gonna say here I, I have a blank check write a number down on it make me look like a black seth rogan and we'll be good well dude thank you for having me on i appreciate it
2: thank you for being on bro dude whenever the fuck you want to come on let me know this is real fucking fun like to pick your brain dude i like your sense of humor <laughs> you, you twisted All right. Isn't that guy awesome?
1: Yes, that was awesome. Yeah. The conversation with him was amazing.
2: Yeah, he's really interesting. Real funny guy. He, he took a little while to warm up, but when he did finally warm up, dude was nice and funny out of the end right there. I mean, he was funny straight through, but he was like uh, holding back. I guess he thought the show might have been more formal than it really was, but I guess everybody kind of lands there. They try to do that formality thing, and then it slowly picks away that I don't care, dude. Feel free to be you. Yes. I am not judging. This show is about just having conversation. There's nothing else necessary. It's hard to remember that. Maybe yeah. So some people have the idea that it might be uh something more serious or whatever. But nah. He's I like that he did f- kind of loosen up as it went by. He relaxed and he got uh very open.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a funny, dude. His he's just as funny as his comedy. It's you. Uh, he doesn't love the, the the stuff this guy works on, and it's it's totally worth the look and a hundred percent when you see it. It's that kind of thing you want to show everybody. Yeah, because if you enjoy that kind of comedy, you've already you already surround yourself with people who who also like that kind of comedy.
1: It's so inappropriate, like us.
2: Yeah, yeah, it totally is. It's lovely. That's that's I think why I resonated with it so much. It's so familiar, even if what we do is so drastically different his unfiltered giving no shits way of doing it and for granted okay he still aims towards pleasing people like kids sometimes and stuff like that we totally dip on that which is probably why he's gonna grow a million times quicker than we can even imagine yeah but i don't know there's there's still some similarities in what we do we we we're okay with having a lack of filter both us and him But one of the things I do want to talk about, which we mentioned uh, before we went into the the conversation, is people being scared to do their art, people being scared to do anything because they believe other people are not going to understand it, or they they tell themselves they don't have the time. And like I said, during the conversation, you could just wake up half an hour early. You don't have to make a drastic change in the world. Half an hour isn't going to kill you. And you could do the thing just that half an hour, and then the rest of your day is exactly the same.
1: But it's so hard. I it's not hard. Well, the people make it seem so hard though, I guess, is what Yeah,
2: they've defeated themselves before trying.
1: Yeah. It's really sad. But I believe in them.
2: Yeah. One of the things that helps to notice this, which I know worked for you, was doing the 365, Project 365, where you just do 365 days of one thing.
1: Man, I really have to do that again. It's so helpful because, like, my, pro- my problem isn't doing it, it's just being creative enough is my biggest thing, and I think that project really helped me.
2: Be creative?
1: Like, yeah, No. because you're kind of forced into doing it, you have to.
2: What I will say is, it's not that you're being uncreative. You're probably being extremely creative. The problem is you've adjusted to how creative you are. If you were to compare to your, your current level of creativity, that you're like, oh, I can't be creative anymore, to whatever you were doing before 365, mm-hmm. I promise you, you will see a monumental shift in which you're amazing by comparison now. But you're used to it now. Yes. That's the problem. You're used to the level of your creativity right now. It's not that you're being uncreative. It's that you're adjusted to this level of creativity and you want to take it to the next level.
1: How do I get there?
2: Well, 365 is a way to do it, but you can also do it through research. For example, if you're aiming at writing, go check out what a bunch of other writers do. Go look at a million different writing tips and experiment with a million different writings. You don't need another 365. Of course, that will work because it's the obligation and necessity of, oh, how am I going to do something different because you, in a 365, you get bored of doing the same thing after you kind of fall into a, a rhythm.
1: Yeah, that's why I feel like it really helped me because I had to, I or I, like, it, I felt like I had to. Even, not, No one was telling me I had to be more creative or I had to do something different or whatever. It just, over time, you feel like I have to do something different. Then
2: what is the difference now?
1: I don't know. Why
2: don't you feel you have to now? Why don't you obligate yourself now? What is the difference between a fictional schedule?
1: That is... Hmm. It is different.
2: I force myself all the time. I will sit if sometimes if I can't figure something out, what do I do? I sit there all day. I will sit there all day and do nothing else until the thing I can think up happens. Sometimes I'll go, what happened last time? I'll, sh- no, I can't think of anything. Let me write a poem. Put 800 million different songs back to back- I didn't get up and leave just because I didn't think I was going to be more creative. Yeah. I just grinded my way to something different.
1: Yeah.
2: You have to beat yourself. Just like in a 365, it just happens in a more compressed time frame, I guess. Mm-hmm. You have to learn to defeat yourself without the fictional schedule. You yeah. made the schedule anyways. I it's know. in your head to start with.
1: <laughs> it is. I gotta do it. I can do it. I know I can. I'm not a downer like everyone else.
2: But you do fall into a rhythm where you try to do bare minimum. And that's a problem. <laughs> you do that consistently for all the things. You try to do bare minimum. And that is an issue. Just try to go all out. What are you trying to save time for?
1: I don't know. I need to put the time in. I know I do.
2: You do. I like. I know how good your, your uh, visual arts can be, your paintings and your drawings can be. And it pisses me off when I see some five minute thing that's like it looks garbage, and it's like, what was even the point? if you could crap on this miles and miles ahead?
1: I need something I don't know, I shouldn't wait around for inspiration i should you shouldn't there's uh, no such thing as waiting I what I the know. hell you should
2: already be doing it when inspiration strikes
1: I know. waiting
2: for inspiration is not the way to go you're not going to get anywhere that way you should discipline yourself to just do the thing where writing is the same way you're doing some writing okay you feel you're not being creative write about it write about why you think you're not being creative and simply doing that you're gonna figure out how you want to be creative yeah it'll just resolve itself but you got to do the thing to get there you can't just not do the thing and that's kind of the problem that a lot of people have they don't give themselves the time oh i don't have the time to write i don't have the time to create i don't have the time to do this i can't do that somebody's not gonna like it somebody's not gonna like it like we were just talking about with uh, alex gray somebody's the, the, i'm scared they won't understand so who cares do the thing
1: do the thing yeah that's important just do it
2: yeah just do it if you do it long enough enough people are gonna understand if, if you think people aren't going to understand, do it so often they have 800 million reference points and then it becomes easy to understand.
1: Eventually. You'll, the audience, I guess, will just come to you.
2: Exactly. You do it until they come to you. And that's kind of the, the success grind. You do the thing so consistently that it makes sense to somebody. Yeah. And then it makes sense to more people. That's all it is. Creativity is a, a self-defeating discipline. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's a matter of beating your own thoughts. It's a matter of beating your own mind.
1: Is that what fear in art is about? Yeah. It's just defeating your fear.
2: Yeah, it's a, the fear in art is about that. Is you people are too scared to do things because they feel they're not going to understand or they're going to fail. But you can't fail at art. You can't fail at art. There's no way to fail at art. There's no. Oh, I'm not going to sell the thing. Okay, You're just
1: failing yourself.
2: Yeah, all you can do is fail yourself. You can't fail at art; it's creativity. Yeah. One person might not like it, and might one person might love it. A three-year-old can draw a garbage picture that's total crap, and mom loves it more than something by Leonardo da Vinci. Why? Because my kid made it. That kid didn't fail because it looks like crap. You don't say a kid failed at art. So that kid is a genius simply because he drew a stick figure.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you just gotta get over it. Get over, get over it. ourselves.
2: Yeah, it's self-defeating. You got to learn to defeat yourself. That's the entire goal. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this conversation I and had with Hunter Hancock.
1: Follow him, stalk him, like you said.
2: Yes, Hunter Hancock. Yeah, you, sh- you guys should follow the senor on um his social media, Instagram. He has a bunch of awesome cartoons there. Go check that out. And you can also follow him on YouTube, uh, also at Meat Canyon. That is a great.
1: And you can follow us on Twitter at just convo pod
2: and yes that's also the instagram
1: oh yeah and you can follow us at greatthoughts.info if you don't know our website already
2: yes uh uh, that's the the writer's club there if you guys now that we were talking about writing the writer's club there has been kind of having a nice interesting influx of people so uh you guys want to go read some interesting things we we have uh i mean it's self-explanatory it's a writer's club but it's also kind of a reader's club the idea is ultimately that writers commit to write for readers for no no real profit no real anything there's no comment system you can't it's judgment free it's just if you want to write put it and if you want to read go and read it there's not nothing to it that's it that's the whole exchange that happens if you want to write submit if you want to read go read the end
1: yeah and if you don't know what to write about there's themes but if you Don't want to follow the theme? You don't have to. It's not mandatory.
2: Yeah, there's no there's no structure to it. You do, and you can write about whatever whatever you want. Mm -hmm. and uh, you can also find the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher. You can find on the Instagram IGTV. You can find a bunch of uh, segmented clips, uh, unique content that doesn't exist anywhere else. You can't even find it on iTunes. You can't find it on the website. And uh small clips and trailers for the show, all that kind of stuff. Great, good stuff on Instagram, Twitter, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on the official website. And if you haven't already, remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show as well. That helps us get noticed. Rate and review the show, talk about it with people, show your friends, anybody who you think might like a show about discussion, about uh philosophical, critical thinking, about understanding, about just kind of communicating and breaking through the bullshit barriers that, for example, a talk show on TV doesn't allow, where you get five minutes with somebody here, we try to get to the person's soul and their real uh, personality despite anything like whether we're talking about what they do or we're not talking about what they do we're just having a a, an opinion based discussion you can trust that we're gonna break through all the bullcrap yeah fair enough we're foul mouthed and we uh there's
1: funny moments here and there yeah
2: there's funny moments we're not the most serious bunch of people but we try to keep it light it's definitely not for kids we we kind of cross the line a lot and we uh get a little disrespectful for here and there but you know it's all in good fun we don't mean anything i don't mean anything i ever say here but yeah so subscribe review comment all that good stuff
1: yes and this has been the just conversation podcast take nothing personal thanks for listening
2: thanks for listening bye, bye. me of uh tropic thunder <laughs> That's just rise of tropic thunder and how uh, we robert actually had yeah. robert donnie jr play an entire movie in blackface an entire movie and got no hate for it yep there are no two people who have the biggest black pass in the world and that happens to be eminem he has the biggest black pass for a white guy and then it's robert donnie jr that we didn't even fucking know had a black pass until he did that and apparently everybody's cool with it so he has the other he has a better black past than Eminem, m bro that's crazy
0: yeah i mean it's uh man it was weird i remember like i really didn't even think about it until like you go back and you're like fuck he really did just blackface that entire he fucking movie did, bro. and it was like a f- and he was like doing a stereotypical like black guy voice yes and- it
2: was so unbelievably racist intentionally but yeah, Robert Downey Jr., just, he's known for man. just doing whatever the fuck he wants. So when he did it, we weren't even surprised. We're just like, yeah, that looks like something that asshole would do.
0: That's Iron Man. That's all you say. That's, that's all. That's yes. it. Yes. Everybody was just like, oh,
2: it's just, just it's Iron Man. Weird. And before okay. we get out of here, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a highlight that point too, which is Iron Man isn't even a fucking character. It's just Robert Downey Jr. pretending to wear an iron suit.
0: Dude, yeah, he's yeah, not he'll, acting. He'll always be known
2: as Iron Man. Yeah, because it's not really it's Iron always. Man. Like he, it's they're the same human at this point. Whoever he is in the movies is not him acting. It's just him pretending to be like my name is Tony Stark, but I'm still gonna be Robert Donnie Jr. The end. That's all yeah, that's happening. Exactly.
0: Exactly. He's just like a, he just shows up to set. He really doesn't try, and he just he gets his paycheck and leaves. Yeah, his paycheck must look beautiful. Yeah, must look beautiful.